Well, everybody, it happened. First, me and Dinosaur Neil talked about it. Then, me and Troy talked about it a little bit. We've been saying we've been watching it. It ended a few weeks ago. And you guys have been saying, come on, man, just review it already. First of all, hypothetical man, you get the fuck out of here. Talking that shit during the intro. Troy has learned his lesson. He is being silent. And you're in here jumping in? You get back with the rest of the characters. But no, tonight is the night. We're finally talking about Preacher Season 1. What do we think? I don't even know what Troy thought. Troy doesn't know what I thought. He's giving me a very strange face right now because he knows he can't talk. But he will talk after I play this bumper for the review. Review. Talk now. <laughs> oh, this is an all yeah. music. <laughs> Sound like you're about to sing it. This is, a mus- <laughs> this is gonna be an all musical episode. Joss Whedon directed it. Ladies and gentlemen, this is a review, review, a show where two small dudes give you their big dumb opinions. <laughs> I tried to add to it. I had nothing. Damn it. I had nothing. I'm Troy to the max. <laughs> And I am but a subtle JT3K. <laughs> and as you heard before, oh, the intro. Just, just stop singing. <laughs> it's already, getting, it's already getting too much. And I will be reviewing Preacher at the end of the show. AMC's hot new series. Just boiling. Boiling the gills. Before we get there, okay, we have a plethora of things to get to. Ooh, okay. <sighs> <laughs> Let me clear it up. Clear it up. Uh, going into the news. All right, jump in. Straight head in. first diving. Straight into it. Natalie Portman. Oh man, confirming she is not in Thor three. Oh, she's God. not in Thor Ragnarok. In fact, she may be done with Marvel altogether. Did Thor drop that bitch? Dropped like a bad habit. Ooh, boy. <laughs> He's got right. a new girlfriend. A girlfriend called Hulk. That's right. And they're going to take each other have, to Pound Town. They're going to have sex. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's too bad. I like the Jane Foster role. Yeah. She's not coming back. She really didn't do much of anything, but yeah. I liked her. I think like in the second one, she played more of like a, oh, no, I'm in trouble all the time. Right. So yeah. I'm kind of glad they got rid of her. Yeah. <laughs> all right. She's cute. She's just a very attractive cute. lady. Cute patootie. <laughs> just won't pinch them cheeks. Cute patootie. Like them dimples. <laughs> she had a great smile. <laughs> yeah, a great smile. <laughs> Natural beauty. What are you, my mom? Like... <laughs> You're like my mom, and I took Natalie Portman home from. She's a cutie book. She's a cutie one. <laughs> like them dimples. Oh, she's a she's a keeper. When's she gonna give me some grandchildren? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on from that, uh, Hulu and Marvel. What are the what Marvel and Hulu in cahoots? Oh no! You thought they were Netty Netflix exclusives? Oh my! But. 
they are partner partnering okay for a live action runaways series okay uh runaways first introduced by writer brian k vaughn it's a series about a group of children uh whose parents happen to be supervillains and they were unaware of that but each child has a ability in and upon itself and the series uh at least the first <coughs> uh launch series was uh, pretty good all right uh it's not my favorite uh story ever it's kind of predictable but just the story anyway oh, but yeah. i thought the premise was pretty interesting like these children of supervillains that are like kind of unaware that their parents are supervillains yeah like are conf- they always met up during like this one like big like when the if the legion of doom like came together oh, so like in the waiting room yeah and they like, like all became kids, friends your there kids go play like, yeah, We're yeah, going yeah. To plot <laughs> yeah that's exactly it <laughs> so check uh that out i don't know when it's coming out or even if it will be a thing for sure i'm assuming it will be hulu is looking for exclusive product you are just being so out. helpful and trying to get these people to find this uh well it's on hulu so if you have it maybe it'll run an ad there you go. Or you can look it up your goddamn self. How do you like that? <laughs> yeah. Sorry if I'm short tonight. We're only... having a really awful week. Personally. Okay. Also, it doesn't help the matter that I'm eyeballing a spider over there in the corner. Oh, jeez. Look at that. Look at that, that over that there. That's an asshole. That is pretty big. Oh, my God. It's about to attack your Neil Adams sketchbook. <sighs> Better not. It's like an exclusive. <laughs> God I want to get a bunch of spider poison all over it. <laughs> That's what I need. More poison. Yeah. Uh, confirmed. Who? This is hot and confirmed. A Both. Hot, we got a hot confirmation that uh, Ray Fisher, he's playing Cyborg in the Justice League movie, Yeah. will appear in the Flash movie as well. Knee slapper. It was rumored. Ooh. It was in the rumor mill. Weeks past. Do we have like a, a special sound for the graduation from rumor to fact? Uh, it's just the pomp and circumstance song. So if you want to cue it up, you want to cue. Uh, I'm not gonna do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, that's uh, confirmed for sure. Okay. IRL. <laughs> no JK. <laughs> All right. Um. So that'd be cool. Like I, we haven't seen anything of Cyborg yet. Oh yeah. And for what little yeah. we've seen of Flash, um, hopefully it's a cool little buddy action. Not like action comedy, but like a a a, a good superhero romp. Yeah. And that's like, what we really need from WB is, right is, now. Is, is, a romp. Is, is a Cyborg movie coming out before Flash or Flash is first? Flash is first. I want to assume. Okay. Cyborg would be a weird one to lead with. Yeah. Well, not that they'd be leading with it, but. Yeah. Like, why would it come before The Flash? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Plus, I don't know. don't really know too much about... Unless they're going to do, like, Cyborg's backstory in Justice League. I'm assuming they will. Like In the first arc of the new... When they relaunched New 52, yeah. almost like the original cast that was, like, uh, Superman, Batman, Green Lantern, Flash... Wonder Woman, they kind of had their own, like, they were doing things off to the side, and then, like, Cyborg kind of had his own, like, side plot 
as he met up with everybody. Oh, yeah. So, like, I'm gotcha. assuming they might do that in, like, the Justice League movie as, like, it threatens a big, ominous uh, <laughs> Steppenwolf or So it's going to be like Katana from Suicide Squad. We're like, oh, I almost missed the plane. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> There's always the extended Ultimate Deluxe cut that can exactly, release on Blu-ray. Exactly, they actually show his backstory. Mm-hmm. But uh, who knows? Don't know where it's going. Couldn't tell you. Um, moving on, there is a new image... Did you see this image, JT, from the new Pennywise the Clown image? I heard about it. I did not see the image itself. Um, I have it right here. Right here. Show it to me. There it is. Huh. Very poofy. Very poofy. It reminds me of, like, Chucky meets the Mad Hatter from the Tim Burton movies. He looks like he's trying to dress way too much like how people portray William Shakespeare. <laughs> Like I, n- I actually have never seen it, the original it. Yeah. Um, Old Tim Curry. Right. I mean, just have him show up on set. Come on. Terrifying enough. Come on. But uh, I've seen what he looks like. Just terrifying. Oh yeah. Utter terror. 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 <laughs> uh, but this, I, I don't know. I, I don't think I'm a huge fan of the look. I don't think I'd see it anyway, regardless. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know, like, <laughs> it looks like he's got a big-ass head. <laughs> and, like, all this, like, Victorian ruffles that he's got all over is, is yeah. like, compensating for his big-ass head. Like, he borrowed Jerry Seinfeld's poofy shirt. <laughs> his pirate shirt or yeah. whatever it is. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks like. I don't know, man. Not a fan. Okay. <laughs> Is that a question? <laughs> uh, rumor. What? Oh, hold on. We better open the mill. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> rumor mill right now. Good. That in the next coming CW superhero season, yeah, there will be a crossover of Supergirl and Flash. Been there, done that, dude. And it will be an all-musical episode. A musical? That's right. It's a musical app, and it might be directed by Joss Whedon and somebody else, maybe not. <laughs> Part of that rhymed. None of it rhymed. Um, I was trying to give you the benefit of the doubt. Thank you. Uh, you didn't have to do that, JT, but thank you. Oh, You're a good, great friend. Well, I got to sit in the room with you for the next hour, so I figure that's true. It better. Uh, so, what would you think if they did that? I know you um, aren't like a huge fan. Well, sorry, I misspoke. These are your favorite shows on television I love today. All of them. <laughs> I love them all. Uh, would you be into like seeing like a musical episode as like not something that like it's like stuck in the middle of like, some huge drama, but like as like a they take, like, a breath, and then they go into something else. Well, with Joss Whedon, he's always good at taking genres and, like, blending them in a way where it's fun to watch. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Firefly was definitely like that, like yeah. a space western Yeah, and type. I hear, like, the Buffy, there's an all-musical episode of the Buffy. Uh, yeah. Uh, one of the seasons or whatever, and I guess that's highly regarded as, like, a really fun episode. Yeah, so, hey, more power to him. 
uh, fun fact, both uh, Supergirl and The Flash were on Glee. So they actually have singing chops. Oh, sweet. Yeah. Oh, sweet. Oh, sweet. They can serenade us. They can just get our panties all wet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I'm totally splooging over here. I, for one, am for it. I think it'd just be totally fun. And you know what? If they're... Everybody knows out there I'm playing Lego Batman 3 right now. Okay. In that... You can unlock a villain called the Music Meister. He's from, like, the 60s or whatever, when comics were just ridiculous. But anyway, he uses music as, like, a weapon. It's probably, like, sound or whatever. Like, some bullshit like that. What a piece of shit. Garbage character. (laughs) But if they use him in this, like, maybe he has, like, the psychic ability to, like, make people sing. Yeah. Some fun idea. Joss Whedon, make it work. If, if anyone will make it work, it's Joss Whedon. Of course, this is all spec. Speculation. Rumor. Yeah, it's, it, we're still in the rumor reel, guys. Don't hold it against us. Don't, you know, stop. Yeah, come on. Right now. Cut it out. Stop! Stop it. Stop. Stop it. Closing up the rumor One. Mill. Two. <laughs> rumor mill, okay, good. shut. Everything good. here, fact. Pure, unadulterated fact. Um, did you hear about the disgruntled ex-Warner Brothers employee? No. Whole debacle? Ooh, get, drop this juicy goss on me. So, apparently there was this um, employee that was let go from Warner Brothers, and in doing so, just, like, shat on whatever is coming up next in the slate, saying that Wonder Woman is just a mess as Batman v Superman, <laughs> and... Uh, like Suicide Squad, if you took it that way. Yeah. And, uh, like, Warner Brothers is doing a lot to, like, these are false allegations. Like, this person is just an angry fan. I didn't, yeah. like, I read this, like, a week ago, and a lot of people didn't even know if this person actually worked for Warner Brothers. (laughs) But, like, they were saying, like, how shit is on set, and it's just, like, discombobulated nobody has like a f- actual vision of anything and like how it all to get comes together is just garbage because nobody has like a singular vision awesome and that's essentially what they're saying wonder woman is gonna be crap <laughs> so nobody nobody look into it i think the i hope so i hope not <laughs> i if any of them this needs to work i'm telling you i want dc to just go down in a blaze of glory I want it so bad. Um, here's an actual quote right here okay. of the um, alleged disgruntled employee. Okay. Uh, it kind of starts in the middle of everything here, but it's like, what are you even doing? I wish to God you were forced to live out of a car until you made a number one movie of the year. Maybe Wonder Woman wouldn't be such a mess. Don't try to hide behind a great trailer. People inside are already confirming it's another mess. It is almost impressive how you keep rewarding the same producers and executives for making the same mistakes over and over again. <laughs> Essentially saying like how Zack Snyder can keep failing upwards and keep getting work even though every single one of his movies has a less... I'm not going to say like the returns are less because... Batman oh, yeah. and Superman still made a decent amount of money. Yeah. But, like, the critical reviews of them have been yeah. worse and worse 
since Man of Steel. Yeah. Well, I think people are just still excited about like superheroes and stuff that it's going to get to a point where people are just not wanting to spend money on dog shit storytelling. Right. That and then I it actually won't even matter who it won't even matter who's in there. They'll be like it could be a movie starring the Lord Jesus Christ and they'll be like <laughs> Zack Snyder produced it? Never mind. <laughs> Maybe. You never know. That could be a whole different uh whole different thing. But uh I I'm I'm thinking if like Justice League doesn't do well, Snyder's out. Like He's got to be, right? Yeah. I think he's pretty much on the verge of being out. I it's just that he's probably been signed to all these different contracts that thought he was going to be like the golden boy to like right, bring them into this new age cuz it's like, "Oh, Watchmen did awesome." Sure. And it like even had like mixed res- like a lot of people like it, but a lot yeah. of people don't like it. I I meet a lot of people that feel like Watchmen I like Watchmen, but the thing is, if you watch Watchmen, the best things about it are from the book. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, Zack Snyder just took... Like, anything that Zack Snyder just adds to it feels completely out of place. Right. And the best thing I feel like Zack Snyder's done is direct adaptations of something yeah. that's, like, f- exactly... Like, 300 yeah. is the book. Yeah. Like, he's... he's Visually, he's good, but he right. cannot tell a story worth shit. No. And like Enter Sucker Punch. Sucker Punch was like <laughs> horse shit. It was awful. Yeah. Like it was just a teenage wet dream. Yeah. Like but if you the, think about it, BBS visual. BBS is almost Sucker Punch because how much right. of Sucker Punch was fucking dream sequences? All of it. All of the cool <laughs> stuff. Like it. I don't know, man. Like, well, I was just expecting like a scene where Batman was dancing and then it ended up turning into a thing where he's fighting. Nazi Doomsday. zombies. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my god, Doomsday's here. Someone put on this music. I must dance and then imagine myself <laughs> fighting Doomsday. Oh shit. Yeah, I don't know, man. But let's let's flip it though. What what if Justice League under like the direction of now Jeff Johns, who is now like Warner Brothers what is he like the CEO for oh fuck he's got a he's got a new title like president of uh film and television I think yeah they, they promoted him or whatever gotcha let's say um Justice League does well yeah they, do they keep Zack Snyder on then I... to do just like the Justice League movies <laughs> and then have other people split off and do like the separate franchise ones I mean we'll see I mean it's just like a thing where. It depends on how. It probably depends on how much Zack Snyder can take uh, direction, because we've seen how he does without taking direction. <laughs> so now it's going to be a matter of okay, well we know this isn't isn't going to work, so we're going to step in and be co- really hands on. If Zack Snyder's still the director, like how is he? How good is he going to be? while when we're like manipulating it as well. Sure. Yeah. Because at this point, I think they just don't want anything to fuck up, and they're just looking for like a yes man to make sure that they do what they want done. And then if and then if it still fucks up, then boo on them. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know, man, but Wonder Woman needs to land. Even though I didn't hate uh, Suicide Squad at all. Oh yeah, like uh, the critical press it's gotten yeah. from like actual critics. Oh like, no, don't get me wrong. It's like 
it's a I it's entertaining and I had fun with it, but in its own right, it's still kind of a mess. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's like they had so much to work with in it. They had so many different personalities to work with and it's still the fact that it's not completely spectacular is kind of a fault of their own. Yeah. <clears throat> what um I was just listening to a podcast today and they were talking about like the superhero fatigue or whatever like that. And yeah. um, they were saying like they can see it happening if, especially for Marvel, if um, Doctor Strange comes out and it isn't like as good as they think it is. Yeah. Doctor Strange is looking strange. <laughs> it's very and, out there. Yeah. But like. Marvel has, like, a, essentially, like, a formula that they follow. Yeah. Like, it's not broken. No. And, like, they have, like, hits, like, that are, like, Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier, and, like, well, ca- the Captain America movies are, like, hu- like hugely regarded as, like, being really great. Yeah. But a lot of the other ones, like Ant-Man, Thor, pretty formulaic. Yeah, yeah. And, like... Not to say that they're awful movies or anything like that, but, like, if Doctor Strange is, like, kind of, like, follows the same formula. Yeah. And it's not received well, will people start looking at, like, now Marvel movies like, eh, that one kind of stunk. Does it only take, like, one for them to be like, uh, I don't know, like, I don't know if I can keep going to invest all my time and money into these? Hey, it's just depends. It might because there's so many people that are saying like, "Oh, superhero movies are timeless; they're going to keep going on." And there's other people saying like, "This might just be like the new western." Like westerns were huge, like in the in the fifties yeah. and stuff. Like everyone just went to see westerns because they just loved seeing like the good guy like rescue the damsel in distress and kill the bad guy. Yeah, and then that's pretty much what a superhero movie is. <laughs> it's <laughs> yeah. just fucking more cgi and special effects right but more bells and whistles more bells and whistles put more sizzle on that steak oh baby but uh i don't know for talking about dr strange i read something up on it that it finally got its pg-13 rating oh did it and one of the uh things they put up for it being a pg-13 was psychotropic violence (laughs) what does that even mean i know (laughs) That's that's something else. Like, I feel you need to get drugs to understand that. What? So, like, the MPAA. Yeah. Like, that's not usually a category that's included in, like, any rating. Psychotropic violence? Hey, Doctor Strange found a way. That's so that's how you, That's how you know it's going to be... Revolutionary. Something else. They they introduced the first ever psychotropic violence. Oh, man. Well, that makes me very curious <laughs> of what that even means. Exactly. Uh, that, but anyway, I, I don't have much of anything else. I know I have uh, something later, but I know you'll probably have it, too, for a segment that we do. So Gotcha. That's it. So you can take it away. Okay. Gotcha. Troy. Yep. Talking about them reboots all the time. Oh my god! It's like a new one every fucking week. That's all we talk about. That's all we talk about is reboots. Well, Fox, latching on to another one. This one, I might be a little interested to see what they do with. Uh oh, Joey, that means you're part of the problem. I am. <laughs> Fox looking to reboot Clue. Hmm. All right. 
As a movie? Yeah. Okay. I'm more interested to see like who they cast for the different roles in it. Get a bunch of cool character actors. Yeah. Comedians to play yeah, in there. I'd be for that. Be all right. I never even saw the first one. The first one's good. I liked. Uh, oh, it's another Tim Curry. They're fucking rebooting the shit out of Tim Curry shit. Oh wow. Oh, but uh. Oh wow. Yeah, like Tim Curry's in there, and like uh. Colonel Mustard. Yeah. It it ends really weird because they do like the whole thing where because. Clue was originally based off the board game. The movie was based off the board game. Yeah. So Which they did like a I've whole only thing. ever played once. Yeah. Ever. So they did like a whole thing where they they played out like two like three different endings so you could just pick whichever one you wanted. Huh. Since like the board game is like pretty much just random like whatever. It's just whatever's in like the dossier in the middle or whatever. Right. So I don't know. Might be interesting to see what they do with it. All right. I will play it by ear because that doesn't sound very interesting to me. All right. There you go. Fair Laying enough. it to you. I'm not going to sugarcoat it. I, I'm not Troy, in the mood today to Troy, sugarcoat it. You are like the you're like the Simon Cowell of reviewing. Like the <laughs> Simon Scowl, more like it. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Look out, everybody. Uh. Look out. Let's see what you think about this news, Troy. All right, lay it on me. There's a lot of uh, a lot of Sherlock stuff going on going around. You know, right. we, got, we got the Robert Downey Jr. Yep. We got uh, we got that show on BBC. Yep. With old Cumberbunch over there. Yeah. Now, two they, people. They might even be have uh, that uh, one where Ian McKellen is. Oh yeah, Holmes. we played an older Sherlock Holmes. Sherlock Holmes, hot, hot stuff right now. But uh, it appears that Sony. Might be introducing a new version oh my. of Sherlock Holmes. Oh my! Being played by Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Oh my! <laughs> That's something else. Like a comedic version of Sherlock Holmes. Uh. uh <laughs> I'm really on the fence about that. I don't know. I like the duo. For sure. Mm-hmm. And I really am a huge fan of John C. Riley. Yeah. Wow. So Will Ferrell's waning on you? It's not like, I am... He is more hit or miss now than John C. Riley, in my opinion. Oh, yeah. I like... I don't. I think everything that John does, is, I, I like more. Your friend John? I'm first name basis <laughs> right now. Uh, But yeah. Oh, it's like... I don't know. I don't know if I'm into that yet. Let me. Gotcha. I'll see a trailer. Okay. Um, but I actually just listened to a Mark Maron podcast earlier this week where John C. Riley was a guest. It was oh, like really? from a couple weeks back or whatever. But yeah. Um. He uh, he's definitely a different person on screen than he is like in real life. Yeah. Like he plays it really close to the chest. Like he doesn't like give away a lot about his personal life at all. Yeah. Well, he used to do like. Used to be like really into dramatic roles and yeah, stuff. Yeah, theater for the and longest stuff. for the longest time before he like jumped into comedy and everything. Yeah, and he because uh, he grew up around Chicago. Yeah, and like he went into Second City. Uh, he would do a little bit about like with that, but he mostly was into like the theater stuff. Yeah, and so we do a lot of that stuff with like musicals. He's like a cla- he's a classically trained actor. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, and so he would do like musicals and like old timey pieces and stuff like that. It wasn't until like he really started doing 
the comedies that he was really noticed and was yeah. like a name for himself. But I feel like that. I'm not gonna say that's his strongest stuff, but I really like him as a comedian. Yeah, and like he's actually really tight with the Tim and Eric guys. Oh yeah, yeah. I know he's been on like uh, he does that Doctor Brule or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, love. yeah. That's like one of the funniest things I see that comes out of that show. <laughs> Uh, like, but for your health, but then they always like cut it off like right when he's in the middle of saying it, so they give us like the dumbest ass face. <laughs> but a uh, another like funny subject, he knows a lot about clowns because he almost was a clown. <laughs> like he was classically trained as an actor, and then he went to almost go to clown college, and then they said like all you can really do is like apprentice with with a circus. And then essentially you get paid nothing for like three years. Oh, God. And they only give you like food and like shelter <laughs> to like live. And he's like, but he he gave like a like the whole audience to the podcast like a history lesson about clowns. And like oh he collects God. clown paintings. Holy shit. And he's like, I love clowns, man. <laughs> like, uh, I never understood why uh, it all of a sudden got scary. I don't know like why that is a thing. Clowns are supposed to be like humorous and like so like he's all going on about that and like how no clown has the exact same makeup or anything like that because like their makeup is copyrighted and they can actually sue because like all the clowns face paint is like in a national registry or oh, some shit. shit like that uh so don't be ripping off bozo guys no sued immediately i think bozo might be owned by like cbs or something like that though probably but. But uh, I remember growing up, I wanted to play that bucket game so bad. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck that. I could totally win, like, the grand prize. But, yeah, I, um, I'm i not going to say it was, like, a, a super entertaining one because it's – he's, like, d even during the show was like, so what even is, like, a podcast? And I'm like, <laughs> how does no – how do you not know what it is? Like, that seems weird to me. He's an older dude. Give him, give him a break. Yeah, but he seems like to be up with like current stuff. I don't know. And Mark and like Mark Maron's like, it's like uh, an internet radio show, man. I don't know, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, classic. <laughs> anyway, tangent. I'm done. Tangent. We're done. Good. It's all good. Don't know what I think about Sherlock. <laughs> Perfect. Well, going from one John to another, Troy. John Krasinski. Oh yeah. From the office, going to be the next Jack Ryan question mark. Saw that. Next Jack Ryan question mark in an Amazon series question mark. Question mark. mark? <laughs> <laughs> All on the table right now. Yeah. Nothing really picked up so far. No. But the I was you know what who came out with that the last Jack Ryan movie was that uh, Chris Pine. Chris Pine was in the la was in Jack Ryan yeah. Like that movie. I didn't know Jack Ryan was like a franchise until like... Technically, it really wasn't. He was just a character that was from a Tom Clancy novel. Right. And then they just kind of threw him in as like... Well, they, they just did like a bunch of movies on Tom Clancy books. And the characters always happened to be Jack Ryan. Right, right. Well, I that's what I mean. But like Tom Cruise played him once in a movie. Tom Cruise did? I, I want to say he did. I think he did. I know um, Ben Affleck did. Oh, um, yeah, Ben Affleck. Ben I'm Affleck sorry. did. Uh, Harrison Ford did. Uh, Alec Baldwin did. And uh, I think that's it. 
and Chris yeah. Pine. Yeah. So yeah, continuing continuing the legacy of yeah the classic character of plain old double <laughs> plain first old name Jack. Jack Ryan. Yeah, good old Jack, good old Jack Ryan. <laughs> I you know what if um, Krasinski's been doing a lot more of like actiony roles recently. Like he just did thirteen hours. Yeah, he's trying to break out. Um, trying to get out of his comedic box get out of his look at the camera mugging <laughs> listen i love the office <laughs> but uh uh you know remember like uh, before the captain america movies came out like a lot of people were pushing for him to be captain america oh yeah i was i was on that train i was like i could see that yeah but uh i mean he, he's kind of tall and kind of lanky like he's not really filled out yeah or anything like that but i mean there's always like Training programs and all that shit. People said the same thing for like Gal Gad, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot, Gal Gadot. Uh, and like even Chris Evans is bulked up. So like, oh yeah, dude, the beast. He's a beefcake. I tell you what. Oh boy, look at that! What a dreamboat. <laughs> what were we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> well, what we are going to talk about, Troy. Oh, I got some RDJ news. Oh my! Sit down over there. Be, don't Just even grab a microphone. Your You're disgusting. Get that cigarette out of your mouth. God, quit it! I asked you, please, to not smoke in the house. Yeah, don't put it. Don't put it on the carpet. <sighs> Jesus. Well, anyways, RDJ. Some interesting RDJ news, actually. Really? So, uh, Robert Downey Jr. and Nick Pizzolatto from True Detective. Oh, okay. Are going to team up to bring a show to HBO. Oh my! There's no other further details outside of it except that uh, RDJ may also be starring in it as well. So oh, Robert Downey Jr. might be coming back to TV on HBO in a Nick Pizzolatto show. A Nick Pizzo RDJ joint. Yeah. Oh my! But it, like that's it. Like there's no other. No other real. There's been some speculations, but beyond that, no other. No other real details. Oh Jesus! My God! God! Every time you talk, it smells like like ashes and sex. That's exactly. You nailed it. It's God. and it's not even great sex. It's like no, like you haven't showered in a while, and it just yeah. stinks up the room. Yeah. God. You make you really make me physically ill. I can't. I don't even want to go in the other room. I'm not even gonna look in your direction right now. Yeah, please. Like I'm not even having a good week. Get out of here. <laughs> Get the fuck out. Oh, oh my fuck! God. Get out of here, you. Bernard, grab his ass. Grab him. No, not literally. Don't grab, grab his, his dick. Ass. Grab. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, don't grab his ass and his... You grab both his ass <laughs> and his you dick. grab his back and front of his groin area? <laughs> just nailing down the fact that Bernard is just a straight pervert. I was checking for glider wounds. <laughs> oh, God! Well, good. I mean... I mean, I guess. I, that's a thing, I guess, but don't... I'm, it's a pretty good speculation that he does not have a glider wound on him. Bernard, why are you checking everyone for... No, don't check me! I'm fine! Go! 
choke on it. Oh, fuck you, Bernard. <laughs> Holy what shit. What an ass. What an ass. Anyway, Man. we need to move on. Anyways. Press on, JT. Troy, did you see that uh, Instagram photo that your your best buddy Henry Cavill put out? No. I missed this it. This week? I also don't have Instagram. Henry Cavill putting out a picture on Instagram that looks kind of like a prototype oh, for a black my. and white Superman suit. Oh, dear. Such as a uh, Superman comes back to life and is in a black and silver costume from the comics? Quite possibly. Oh, boy. Will he have the beard and mullet? We hope. One can only hope. One can only hope. <laughs> you know what? He already sported a beer. A, a beer. <laughs> sported a beard. Oh, my goodness. In, uh, he, well, he did sport a beer in Man of Steel. He did. I spilled it right over his head. Yep, he did. He sported a sweet beer <laughs> on his head. <laughs> but, yeah. So, everyone, maybe look out for that in Justice League. We don't know. Maybe. Maybe... Did he put no filter? Hashtag no filter? Who knows? Oh, my. Who knows? I don't know. I'm looking forward to it. Troy, Deadpool 2 coming up. Mm -hmm. Lots of people throwing their names in for that roll of cable. Right. Well, rumor is, better open that rumor mill just in case. <laughs> they may have found not only a cable, oh, but dear. also a domino. Huh? Deadpool 2? Wow. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wild stuff. Oh, my God. Get away, Carson. Well, they may have casted Kyle Chandler in the role of Cable. I don't know who Kyle Chandler is. He I is, don't. He is the main uh, actor in Bloodline, a show on Netflix that I've been okay. watching. I know who that is. And the role of Domino is casted by Mackenzie Davis. Not really sure who she is. Hmm. I thought I thought that um, I think I saw he was rumored earlier in the week, but uh, I I thought it, like it was a weird choice. Maybe, it is I, unless he tested really well. I yeah. guess I don't know, but I don't know. Yeah, he's he he is a pretty good actor. He I can I'm I'm behind it. I want to. See, I'll see what he can do with it. All right. All right. I'm just surprised they didn't go with somebody who's already not like gray. Yeah, someone a little older, maybe. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe they want to like. Maybe they just want to make sure they get longevity out of the role. Maybe I don't oh, know. That could be true. And he does have a full head of hair. He does. That's good. That's you don't want good. an old man who's losing his hair. <laughs> what are you talking about? This is the silver screen we're talking about here. Come on. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Jeez. But uh, Cable and Domino. Come to a, yeah. Domino. I have not heard of Domino. Is Domino kind of like a like a partner of Cable's or? Yeah, they yeah, kind of like uh like they were like a duo for a long time. She was like in uh X-Force as well. Oh, gotcha. Uh I can't I, I don't really know much about her. I think she's just like a like a sweet assassin type character she's a mutant Sweet. i don't maybe she's got like powers i don't know i could look it up but i have <laughs> not the energy to do that today don't do not <laughs> don't it's fine it is all good i wasn't gonna bring this up 
But I've been seeing like snippets of this every week, so I've got to say something. Mm-hmm. So it feels like James Wan. I think right. James Wan feels like he drew the short end of the stick being the director of Aquaman. Okay. Because it seems like every week he puts out like some kind of bumper like James Wan says Aquaman is the biggest badass in DC Universe. Oh, yeah. And like all this shit. Like this week he put out. Like, James Wan put out a thing saying Aquaman is the Wolverine of the DC <laughs> Universe. Like, it's always, I like, guess. shit where it's, like, like oh, James Wan says Aquaman is going to be, like, a nonstop action ride. Like, you feel like, it feels like, you smell like desperation, James Wan. Like, you're, like, <laughs> trying to, so hard to make this seem like the biggest badass film of any year ever. Yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd like to argue that maybe Batman is the Wolverine of, like, the DC universe. <laughs> yeah. Like, he's everywhere. Don't say that to James Wan, though. Don't you well, dare fucking say that in front of James Wan. <laughs> James, if you're listening, because I'm also on first name basis with him. James. <laughs> Jimmy. <laughs> Jimmy and John over here. Uh, listen, I th- I'm thinking you might be overstepping your bounds here. I know you have, a, you have to direct this and you have to push it. You got to promote. <laughs> I know, I know we went out with your wife later this week. You were really stressed about it. Right. You were in your second glass of Chardonnay. <laughs> and I know you said some stuff you didn't mean. But you know, it's okay. We all say stuff when, we're, when we get a little bit wind up. It's okay. It's fine. Jimmy. Jimmy, it's fine. come on, Listen man. to me. Come on, man. Jimmy. Let, I really think let you're... loose. You let got loose, loose lips. Okay. Loose. They're sinking ships. Right. They're sinking ships that... Aquaman could probably stay in, right, and then uh, have like footage of him coming out of them in BVS. I mean, maybe maybe they're whaling ships. Maybe he does want to take them down. Maybe good. he does want to sink them ships. Yeah, good. Well, then, Jimmy, you're doing everything right. Good. So, top story: James Wan is doing a fantastic job. <laughs> really turn that around there. Good. Yeah. <laughs> Got to you gotta hire us as a, as a spin as a as a spin group right here. Right, the spin doctors. We're spinning. We're spinning. We're spinning the stories. <laughs> we're spinning the stories with the spin doctors. <laughs> Troy. Yeah. So, <laughs> news may have leaked that Netflix oh is planning on putting out a Punisher series sooner than expected. Uh oh. Soon as in 2017. Soon. Which is pretty out there, considering how many other things are coming out soon, too. Yeah. I mean, I'm, that doesn't really surprise me so much. Because as soon as I hear about, like, they're filming this Netflix series, they're essentially already done with it, and it's coming out in, like, the next month. <laughs> like, that's what it seems to me. It's like, yeah, Luke Cage is coming out pretty soon. Like, Daredevil, th- like, season two, like, came out mere months ago. Yeah. And, like, Luke Cage is dropping at the end of next month. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. Like, I forgot they were, like, filming that. <laughs> and so they show, like, the first trailer and, like, you got to think that, like, they're already done filming most of it by now. So it's like, oh, my. But they got Defenders coming up. Yep. In fact, uh, I saw something, like, a headline of, like, Easter eggs of the Defenders trailer. Okay. And the, you know how, like, it's kind of like a, like a ransom note. Oh, yeah. Kind of yep. 
cover. Yep. And they have like all the letters of all the characters' different title cards all mashed into one. Yes. And there is the second E in there. Yeah. That is not yet defined on what it was. Uh oh. And the Punisher has an E in it. At the end, right before the R. Could that be the Punisher? Uh oh. Joining them oh in their adventure? Jesus. Time will tell. In the Defenders coming 2017. Jesus Christ. I know. <laughs> All right. Hey, looking forward to it. But that's coming out post Defenders. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I, th- I think so. I oh, don't know. It just said 2017 it's coming out. I'm not sure when. Specifically, they just said 2017. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> what do you want from me? There's no words on it. There's no words on it. <laughs> God damn son of a bitch. <laughs> Troy. One Just last bit of news. One last bit of news. More Netflix news. Oh, great. We talked about Stranger Things yep. a couple weeks ago. Yeah, we did. News is coming out. Stranger Things is now a more successful show on Netflix oh. than House of Cards. Holy cow. More successful than Narcos. Oh, and... Boy. More successful than Daredevil. What? Yeah. Stranger Things is taken Netflix by storm. What? Yeah. Stranger Things was good. People are all about that Stranger Things. Um. You know what? I'm. That doesn't. I've never seen Narcos. I can't comment on Narcos. Narcos is pretty good. I. It wasn't my things to watch. Yeah. You gave it a pretty high review. Yeah. JT. Uh, what was the other one? House of Cards. House of Cards. Burned out on House of Cards. Well, you just did too much in one day. That's true. <laughs> that is very true. And that day turned into weeks, and the weeks turned into stress. <laughs> <laughs> Troy, I feel so bad for your hard life that you live. <laughs> uh, but yeah, House of Cards is a... It's a toughie just to binge through. You need to yeah. watch like an episode a night. Yeah. Like not just try to watch three episodes yeah. a night. You're like jumping like into like a sea of political jargon, right? Yeah. It's like if you watch too much of it, your head will explode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I want I want to say Stranger Things may be tighter than Daredevil. It's tight. It is. It's a tight show. Yeah. They had the episodes they wanted to tell and that's it. There wasn't a lot of filler. Yeah. Daredevil's got filler. Mm, that's true. <laughs> I agree with that, JT. All right. I'm 100% behind that. Yeah. It's got go. the T-Max stamp of approval. Good. Stranger Things, keep doing what you're doing. Just got stamped. You just got stamped. <laughs> you just got stamped. Troy? Yeah. I do have a Niels Bits. I know. I know. You know? I know. <laughs> okay. Do you wanna do you wanna sing that? Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh <clears throat> oh. <laughs> I don't know why I tapped that, I don't know. <laughs> uh <clears throat> people die and it's the pits. Please stay tuned for Neil's bits. That's true. Neil's bits. That's good. That was real good, Troy. 
tried to pop this it up a, there this a little is, this bit. Is a hard, this is a hard one, too, Troy. I know. I know, man. It's a hard one. Troy. Kenny Baker. Yeah. Dead at 81. 80. I thought it was 83. I read 81. Maybe it's, I don't know. Maybe I just read it. Did I read it That was wrong? my one tab I still had left open here. Okay. Look it up. Uh, Passed away at 83. Okay. Well, then it's 83. Kenny Baker. For all those who do not know, he is the original R2-D2 from the Star Wars original yep. trilogy. He's the man in the suit. The man in the suit. And not only was he R2-D2, but he also um, played some other roles in the Star Wars universe as well. He was some Ewoks, and I think he even had like a role where he wasn't even in costume. I want to say, because I just heard, I, I just listened to a podcast earlier today where they were talking, uh, well, earlier this week, where they were talking about it, and I want to, like, the guy's a huge Star Wars nut. Yeah. So I want to say in one of them, it might have even been the prequels, he shows up where he's not in a costume. He's, like, actually Kenny Baker oh, for, shit. like, a little bit. Even if he's just, like, in a barroom scene or something yeah. like that or whatever. I could be wrong. <laughs> yeah. But, anyway, the guy's a legend. Oh, yeah. Like. He's done it all. Yeah, and uh, there's actually been a lot of stuff, like, from the Star Wars cast that came out that has, like, been really touching after his passing. Yeah. Like, Mark Hamill had, like, the best thing almost ever to say that was, like, heartwarming. <laughs> and so, like, it was tear-jerking. <laughs> it said, like, Kenny Baker, you were the droid I was looking for. Oh, my God. And I was like, oh, my <laughs> God, you weld me up, Hamill. <laughs> you weld me up. I got some sand in my eye. Is there some sand in there? <laughs> There's some sand in there. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it's too bad. I mean, he had a nice long life. He did. And he'll be remembered forever for this iconic role. Of course. He'll be cemented in history and being one of, in one of the most iconic films in all time. Of all time. Of all and time. And he did stuff out of Star Wars as well. Like, yeah. So... But we're like singling this out, but like he, this is where he's known from, you know. Oh yeah. So Kenny Baker, you will be missed. You rest in peace, brother. R.I.P. You rest in peace. J.T. I may throw in another one. Oh no. This adds to my shit week that I've been oh. having. Uh, Put it on us. This week's been stressful at work. Okay. Inventory's up, coming up. Oh, Everyone's God. on. Like high tension. Oh fuck! They're like on the movie where like someone uses yeah. a. I don't even can't remember what it was. It's like a, like it's a like a weird French film saw. Yeah, like, that just saws people up. And that's not the movie Saw. No. <laughs> but uh, a dropping off Awesome Strack. Spoilers: Me and Awesome Strack work in the same place. Oh man. Uh, so you weren't, you weren't gonna leave that for your movie. For the movie of your life, <laughs> uh, I'm just you know adding in like, little background son of a info. Bitch, I was waiting for that. <laughs> but I was dropping her off at her place. Drove past actually your residence. I may have hit the rabbit that lives in your yard. Oh no! <laughs> you might have killed Playboy. Yeah, there was one that ran across the street, and I thought he was gonna stop, and I hesitated on the brakes, and then he bolted in front of me. And I heard a thud, but I looked at my mirror and he wasn't there. Okay. So maybe know. he just jumped and hit the bottom of my car, but I didn't <sighs> feel like I ran over him and he wasn't there, but I did hear a thunk. 
Well, I think Abby Abby will be happy because apparently he's been eating our plants or something. <laughs> but I don't know. To be honest, I I don't even know if it would be Playboy because there's like three rabbits now that I've seen like congregating around my house. Oh. I don't know why my house is attracting so many fucking rabbits. <laughs> there were some that were leaving it, living in my hostas over your, here in, in, the, in my head. In your hostas? Yeah. Like, there was, the other day, there was one, like, right next to, like, this tree in my yard. And then there was, like, two, like, not too far away from him. And I'm like, why are you all these fucking rabbits in my goddamn yard? <laughs> like, what did I do? <laughs> do I look like a carrot? <laughs> no. You know, I... Uh, I actually thought they were ground squirrels living underneath my shed. They were just baby rabbits. Oh, what a bunch of assholes. I know. Guys, ra- rabbits running rampant. Run wild up in, in small town, USA. <sighs> I think one actually started digging holes in my yard. What a piece of oh my shit. God, I don't even think rabbits did that. But they're the only stray Fucking animals that rabbits. go around here. Except for that goddamn cat that tries to come into my house every other day. Yeah, that cat's fucked. Fuck that stupid cat. Fuck that stupid cat. Jesus! Oh, I got this going on. I was trying to talk about that cat. Cut the check. Well, Mac Man don't care about no cat man because he... (laughs) He's doing some news. He's on the board today. He's on the board. He's on the docket. Okay. He's on the docket. Actually, some pretty good docket. Oh. Mac Man has been... Pulling that humanitarian oh, baggage. Giving something back. Giving back. Not not that he has to. He's already given himself to he's his giving, acting yeah. career. He is giving he's given us 110% in everything that he does. Can't ask for more than that. But you know what? Mac Man's like, here's a little more. Here's a little more. And what then, has he done? Here's a little more. <laughs> and then here's a little more. Here we go. Chris Evans and Anthony Mackie. Chris America himself. Visiting the children's unit of Mass General Hospital in Boston oh. over the past week. Giving the kids a little something-something. Little, little Captain America, little Falcon. Did they go in costume? No. Oh. But maybe they just played it off with it. Yeah, I'm actually, you know. I'm undercover. I'm in, I'm my, undercover. I'm in my civvies. I'm in my civs. <laughs> I'm in my civvies. <laughs> oh, that's perfect. <laughs> that's perfect. Thank you. Thank you. But not Chris Evans, Anthony Mackie, giving back to those kids, those kids that love them superheroes. We look way to go. 110%. Awesome. Good stuff. That's why we Good that's deal. why we do Mac News because Mac man does it up. He really he gives back. Yeah, he really does. And we've just proven here, he's in it for the kids. He's in it for the kids. He loves the kids. Mac Man, we salute you. Oh, Jesus. We salute you. We're singing your praise. We're singing your goddamn praise, Mac Man. Cut the check. Singing your praise and you still cut us off, but hey. Cut us off cutting that check. Cut it, cutting off. We want that check. Give me that check. Give me that check. I want that check. That's right, before we move on to the main event of mm-hmm. the evening, we do got that. Duh! You know it's done. You know it's done. Brrring. Brrring. Hello. Do you like watching movies? 
Uh, yeah, I do. Well, I I think I like maybe the trailers better. Well, why would you watch the trailers when you know it's already done? Oh, I like it when it's done. P.S. I'm in the house. Oh my! <laughs> and there we go. That's, that's our. That's our every time. That's the the bumper. The to bumper tell for you. every time. I don't see why the killer would say he's in the house. I think it would be more tension if he didn't say that right away. Right. He's just like lurking behind a curtain. I've, I've always wondered that every time we've heard this on this show, every single show. I, know, I really wanted to pick it apart, but I really had no reason to until now. Yeah. You know, I mean. Whatever. Not, we're not we going to question. We to our music guy. We, we, we do, do have to. We have to. I mean, we got a guy for everything. We do. I mean, I mean. Dinosaur Neil's not going to make the music for Neil's bits no. ever. No, I mean, so I mean, why even try? We need to outsource this shit. We need to outsource. Let's, let's, let's send it to China. Oh, let's send it to China. Yeah, get it done that way. Get it. We got our Hong Kong music guy <laughs> just writing tunes for us. That's his name, Hong Kong music guy. Yeah, it's not racist. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know why it would be anyway. Yeah, why you're just ex- you're just <laughs> His name uh, his name is just a description of where he's from. Yeah, he's actually from what Charlotte, he, what North speci- Carolina. What he specializes in <laughs> and his gender. There's nothing racist about that at all. But anyways, you know it's done. <laughs> right. Got two two big ones. From what I from what I heard, Troy, you've seen both. Yeah, and this he didn't might be even, a lively he didn't discussion. even force me to do it. I already did it before you told Good. me. Good. I know. I was surprised. I was like, I'm... Oh, shit. Shit. But both kind of got a theme going on here. It's true. Both kind of deal with uh, extraterrestrial uh, tendencies. Yep. One taking place on Earth. One might be taking place in a galaxy far, far away. Oh, you know what I'm my. talking about? <laughs> I'm talking about. I know you're but first, let's talk about that one on here. There's one on Earth. One, there's a movie coming out called The Arrival. Yeah. Got uh, Emily Blunt, I believe. Amy Adams. Amy Adams, okay. I keep getting confused. But anyways. A lot of people confuse her with Jessica Chastain. You did not. Yeah, um, I'm just... <laughs> I, do, I, do, I do it all. I do it all. Anyway, continue. Anyways. The Arrival coming out. Uh, saw the trailer. It's an interesting premise. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It looks like uh, it's like, it looks like if somebody watched watched the first thirty minutes of Independence Day and were like, "Let's just like make a movie about that." Yeah, <laughs> I am very intrigued with the premise of this movie. Yeah, um, it kind of reminded me a little bit like of uh, like Da Vinci Code, where it's like you're the one expert in this subject. <laughs> we're gonna recruit you, even though you th- we think you're probably not <laughs> suited for this kind of job. And because Amy Adams is like a language specialist yeah. or something like that. At least they don't go into like a whole thing where like, you're a loose cannon, <laughs> but we need you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, but it, it, I'm very intrigued with, like, from what I saw from the trailer, there's actually a comic I read uh, called Trees. Yeah. That is, it, it just reminded me of it almost in premise only. Like, it expands on it more in this trailer, but, like, in Trees... There's these like alien, like columns that are that go into the clouds that just arrive on Earth. They just like s- fall into Earth, and there's some all over the world. And 
you never they're all they're extraterrestrial. Yeah. But you never see any aliens. It's how like the human race deals with these extraterrestrial things. Yeah. That are just now on Earth, and that's what it kind of reminded me of because you never see like no. really the extraterrestrial things acting and on anything there's like forms of communication though like they go inside of the of right. the ship or whatever and they do see like things that appear yeah 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 but uh yeah it is it's just interesting because of like uh like we could legit like start a war without any fault of our own we're just we just there's just a like some paranoia. kind of like yeah, yeah. like or there's just some kind of like loss in translation type thing oh yeah yeah too like they, they even do like a thing where that they're trying to decipher like what's their language difference between gun and tool <laughs> yeah. because that's a pretty big difference when you're trying to talk to <laughs> a race that you've never yeah. yeah coming off and maybe being a little less hostile yeah one might be a little less hostile than another <laughs> if they have the technology to get here they can probably yeah. whoop our ass yeah just saying and they even they even set it up where they're like planted all over the world so it's like if you say the wrong thing at all there's nothing stopping them from just annihilating everything right yeah yeah so it's like and even even when you get the language right who's to say they're just not going to be like yeah fuck it and yeah, they just yeah. like destroy anyways but yeah it's really cool to kind of like not go into like a big movie where it's like they're going to destroy the world and we got to save like it's more like toned back and i hope it doesn't turn into that though cuz yeah like, i don't either i could see it getting oh, there yeah yeah well independence day did it yeah independence day did it <laughs> thanks independence day kid yeah. oh Fuck. no <laughs> quit making characters <laughs> ah fucking christ independence day kid remember when jeff goldblum was like <laughs> no shut up that spider is still in that same spot. He's not moving at all. I will kill it uh, bef before the end of the night. I'm not going to do it on the show because I feel like... Yeah. Might be another attached to your balls segment. <laughs> yeah, it'll jump onto my balls. Yeah. Well, um... But yeah, Arrival looking pretty good. Right, yeah. yeah I'll, yeah. I'll probably definitely check it out. If not in theaters, on video. Yeah. You guys see Resurgence? Independence Day, kid! <laughs> Shut the fuck up! And no! I didn't. No. It's alright. Shut up! Yeah, I heard it's, it's alright. That's why I it's didn't go fine. see in the theater. It's fine. It's fine. Moving on. Moving on. Independence Day, kid, learn to know your role. And shut your mouth. Totally school that stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? I wasn't going to say anything, but... <laughs> Anyways, Troy, yep. big trailer big news. of the week. We uh, commented on it last show. How we did. How it was going to drop. How it was going to drop, and guess what? It did. Right. It dropped right into our hot, sexy laps. That's right. Star Wars. Rogue One mm. came out with a trailer during the Olympics because yep. no one else is going to watch it for anything right. else. That's right. Like, oh, swimmers, fuck it. Where's Rogue One? Mm -hmm. But... It dropped, and boy, am I excited! I'm I'm pumped. I am super I'm pumped, man. pumped. Like it just looks like it looks dirty. Yeah, like it. it really does. I like it. Yeah, I like it. Then and then like even like the they this trailer does a really good job of getting 
to show you more of the characters involved in it. Uh-huh. And they look so diverse and like different as opposed to like the prequels where everyone's just like stone faced, like we must get you to the capital. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and they they give away I'm not gonna say they give away a lot more of the movie, but you like it expands on like what you're ex- like gonna see. Like yeah. the whole uh what's that one like uh Jedi city? It's like something close to Jedi, like Jedi or something like that. It's that like city that's on that mesa. Oh, really? That's got that like big yeah. tower or whatever. Yeah. Like it goes into uh, uh, shows a little bit of that and like, um, I just I learned from that from more like promotional material too of like people on press conferences or whatever. Oh yeah. And like how it's like a kind of like a religious mecca for like Jedi's. Oh, like that's where they would go to get the crystals to make their lightsabers. Oh, cool! And but the Empire's looking to go there because that's how they also were powering the Death Star with the same crystals. Oh shit! So, oh boy, uh, that's a little background information you didn't even get from the trailer. God You're damn welcome. It. God damn, Troy! God damn! I did my research. Came prepared. I did. I just watched it and thought it looked cool. Yeah, that too. It looks pretty great. <laughs> Force Whitaker's got new hair. Got new hair. <laughs> Got new hair. From the reshoots that they did that people yeah. are kind of worried about. We're worried about them reshoots. Let's see. But uh, I think we they only see. did them um, because Force Whitaker is a character actually from, I guess, Star Wars Rebels? Or maybe the... I think he's from Rebels. Okay. The animated yeah. s- series that's actually canon. Yeah. And, like, he doesn't look like Forrest Whitaker... <laughs> in the show. Yeah. But, like, he does have that kind of hair. <laughs> so I guess that's why maybe they did the reshoots. I don't know. I can't see why they can be like, got a haircut. <laughs> I got a haircut because of the Empire. <laughs> uh, but, but, yeah, I, I'm, I'm pumped for Rogue One, man. Yeah, I'm pumped to see Ben Mendelsohn in there. He's my boy. I like seeing him and shit. Mm-hmm. Bendy Mendy. Bendy Mendy in there. <laughs> Real good. Darth Vader coming in the end. Oh, yeah. Get you all like pumped for him. A nanosecond at the end there. Yep. Get to see the back of his head. Yep. That. Uh, you know what? I'm hoping that this is, like, it. Like, I know they're going to show, like, a billion TV spots up to the point yeah. where it comes out. Yeah. For, like, the dumb people. Who don't know like okay. Star what Wars? What was that is a thing. weird? What was that weird helmet thing? Like, what's that all about, dude? Shut up, hypothetical man. <laughs> Always button in with your dumb rebuttals. Yeah, using my voice to talk. What a fucking asshole. What a dick. Uh, how many people out there do you think, uh, like don't get that this is going to be a prequel? <laughs> Probably more than we think. <laughs> like I, it it astounds me. Like a lot of people, I mean, we make a point to like just keep up with this stuff. Oh yeah, and so like to me now, it's like just it bewilders me. Yeah, that people just don't get this stuff. Oh, I know because it's so mainstream and shoved down everybody's throats. Yeah, you can't help but go on the internet and just not see it. So it like I don't know, blows me away, but somebody brought that up to me. It's like, 
or maybe I, I don't know. Maybe I heard it on one of these famous podcasts I've been listening to this last <laughs> week. That like I I guarantee you that a lot of people don't even realize that this is not a continuation from like Star Wars Seven. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, no. There's just even any time I like I bring up new like the fact that we do this and that I stay up to date on this stuff and I'll just bring stuff up in passing to like just some random person. They'll be like, "That's happening." Like, oh yeah. shit, yeah, it is. I forget that nobody nobody else cares. <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> nobody else like reads this stuff religiously to make sure that they can stay up to date with uh, the podcast of theirs that probably doesn't exist. Right. And like, I don't know. You have a, a small group of people that you work with. Yeah. Like, I was talking to people today and this has happened to me many times before well like they'll be talking about something and i know it's wrong but i don't want to expose that my card that i have that like my nerd card essentially <laughs> like no that's wrong and i'm going to tell you why it's wrong <laughs> i never want to do that and like they'll be talking and be like yeah i'm really excited to see like uh, this is just a dumb example. Of, yeah. It's not really a conversation I had, but it's like, yeah, I'm excited to see, like, that new Star Wars movie. I'm really excited to see what happens to, like, Luke after, like, Star Wars uh, 7. <laughs> like, well, I never want to be like, yeah, this is a, like, happened, like, <laughs> not, you know, not after that. It's, like, during, uh, actually before, like, A yeah. New Hope, like, uh, episode 4. But then the minute you say that, you're going to travel down a rabbit hole that you wish you never even discovered. I know, and that I, that's happened to me many <laughs> times, and I've I've learned my lesson. Yeah. But, like, there's this force that just want to shove the words out of my mouth and into their face. Fucking idiot! You're like, you're fucking wrong! <laughs> but, like, they nobody else cares. Yeah. Nobody else cares. I shouldn't even really care. <laughs> We go to all this trouble just for people to be wrong, really. But at the end of the day, I like knowing the stuff anyway. Oh yeah, it's it's my passion. It's nice. I like it's, this stuff. It's nice to know. It is nice to know. It's nice. I like to knowing know. about entertainment stuff. Yeah, I like. I'd like to consider myself an entertainer. Yeah, I consider you an entertainer. I consider you an entertainer. Oh good. We are two peas in a pod. An entertaining pod <laughs> cast. Hi-o. Oh, brought it around. We did it. Brought it around. Probably end the show right there. It's not going to get right. any better. Yep. Okay. <laughs> Fuck preacher guys. We're like we're taking off. <laughs> we're taking off. <laughs> but no, that will do it for all of the essentials and the news, which will bring us to. Oh yeah, babe. Main event of the evening. Tis the top of the hour. It is the top of the hour. And preacher is upon us. It is. Preacher, the famous graphic novel, infamous. Not maybe not infamous, but it's famous. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, Garth Ennis, Steve Dillon, masterpiece. Their magnum opus. Yeah. Some may say. The one of the first books. I think it is. It might be the actual first book you let me borrow of yours. Oh, really? That can and be true. I uh, I enjoyed it immensely. Um. I it was actually one of the first books that I read that wasn't a superhero book. Yeah. Um cuz otherwise I'd just be reading like Spider-Man and Batman and all that shit and like I would be going on like the comic book websites and shit and I would always see the cover 
to the first issue where it's like Jesse Custer like smiling daintily over like a burning church or something <laughs> like that. It's and I'm like, what the hell is this? So on a whim, I bought the first trade of Preacher, read it, loved it. Like yeah. I'm like, this is so different from everything. It like totally blew up and totally showed me that comic books aren't just superhero stuff. Yeah. And it opened me up to a whole new world where I'm like open to try new things. Oh wow. Like like this is like monumental shit, man. Yeah. Look at this on my wall like, here. That's like the comic book essential of like the girlfriend that wants to do butt stuff. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and that fits that analogy fits perfectly with Preacher too, the tone of the book. Like he went through all these other chicks that are just like, let's just let's do missionary. Yeah, it's yeah. like, okay, that's cool, but I mean, you know. I put it on my butt. Yeah. Oh? What? <laughs> it's like a whole new world. Don't you dare close your eyes. <laughs> but like like I I'm in love with a book and when actually when I it uh fell into my lap and I discovered it like it was already done. Like it's been done for a while cuz yeah. it came out in the 90s. Yeah, yeah. And it bled into the 2000s, but like I quickly collected the whole thing, read through it. I love it. Like I've read yeah. it, I think that I've read it two or three times like in its entirety. And like I I think I like it even more every time I read it. Yeah, I almost kind of want to like reborrow it and read it again. Yeah. Cuz it's yeah, it's so good. Like just watching the show even, I'm like there's so many parts where I'm like, man, I kind of want to see I kind of want to like go back and read and remember like what happens to this character and this mm -hmm. character. Yeah. Um, but with that, AMC brought it to their yeah. uh, channel, along with uh, Seth Rogen and his writing partner Evan Goldberg. Yep. Um, what did you say on your initial reaction to like the first? I, few episodes I think that you watched um I think when I watched it I thought it was I think when when I initially watched it I thought that it catered a lot more I think it catered more than it probably should have to people that have read the book I would agree with so that so many things that they especially in those first episodes that they introduce where they even like give like pause to be like remember this and if you never read the book you're like why I don't know <laughs> I would agree with that they they definitely uh, lean on like if you've read the book you're gonna get this right away yeah and you're really gonna enjoy this yeah but if you didn't like you're gonna have to wait for like a payoff mm -hmm. I, I I can see that yeah yeah especially a lot of their cold opens they do that a lot too right where they just they'll just introduce something and like uh, like I watched. I watched it all with uh, my girlfriend, and she she would always kind of be like, like especially with all the cold opens, she'd be like, why does that, why why do why I does care? Why that matter? Yeah. yeah why do yeah. I care about this? <laughs> right. Dinosaur Neil was kind of saying the same thing. Um, yeah. Because he keeps in touch with me. Well, he's my brother, so. Well, good. <laughs> We're pretty tight. Keep family first. Man. Right. He, uh. But he he's kind of he was saying the same thing before he really got in really far into preach or whatever. Yeah, and he was like, I feel like it. It's exactly what you said. He caters to a person who's read the book already. Yeah, and there's it feels like they're telling an inside joke. Yeah, kind of. Um, 
But anyway, that was the initial impressions of the, the first few episodes, mm-hmm. which I can, and it's mostly just like those cold opens where it is like maybe that old cowboy where you're like, where, what's this, what's going on here? Yeah, yeah, yep. Yeah, they yeah. do follow. They follow a uh, an older a cowboy gentleman in like a time that's not even close to what they're, yeah, <laughs> what they're referencing right. in the actual show. It's just a. Uh, now let's follow this cowboy in the 1800s as he's <laughs> trying to find medicine for his daughter. Right. And like, now hilarity why, ensues. Yeah, why is this important <laughs> at all? Yeah. Um, so, uh, how, do you, how do you do this non-spoilery here? There, uh, I'll, I'll do a review that's yeah, non-spoilery. Yeah, go, go ahead, go ahead. Um... I think for, uh, like, especially for Preacher, especially now that it's all out, I would recommend it just because there's there's a lot of downtime in the first season. Like, the first season felt like, especially after reading the book and knowing how the story plays out, the f- first season felt like a prologue to, like, the main, yeah. like, the essential part of the story. Yeah, and it, but it was, like, pitched as that, like. Yeah. They said at the end of the season is going to be, like, where the f- story in issue one kind of takes off. Yeah. But in in that sense, I don't think it needed to be ten episodes. Like, maybe no. seven or eight would yeah. probably be better. There's a lot of things that kind of repeat over and over again to just give characters something to do so that we're not... We're just... We don't forget that they exist. Yeah. And then... Uh, like there's there's some interesting stuff in there. There's some stuff that I like. I think the last two episodes is where it really starts to pick up, and it really, yeah. it's it it then it definitely feels like a preacher story. But before that, it's a lot of people doing the same things over and over again. Right. Yeah, I agree with that. And um, I, I actually I I work with a couple of guys that um, were intrigued by it because I, I don't I don't watch like Walking Dead, on AMC as it comes out, but I guess they promote preacher during it quite a bit. Cause it's yeah. another comic kind of show. Yeah. And so like they are intrigued by preacher and they've never read the book. Yeah. And so, um, the guys that I work with are like kind of, they're eating up the show. They're like, yeah, have you seen this preacher show? I'm like, yeah, I'm watching it. I I'm, I'm behind. Cause I kind of watch it as like, Oh yeah. It is available to me or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I've also read the book. And I, so I know where all these kind of things are going. Yeah. And so, like, they're, I'll tease them with stuff, like, here or there, like, <laughs> oh, you need to pay attention to this, or blah, 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 blah. And, but, um, it's, it's like, uh, if, if you haven't seen it at all, it's about this guy, uh, Jesse Custer. Yeah. Who gets imbued with, like, this holy entity that gives him, like, this power of the the quote word of God mm-hmm. who like, if he tells you to do it, you will literally do what he said. Yeah. Um, and then he's got a colorful cast of characters around him. Um, he's got his like ex-girlfriend tulip mm-hmm. who is like a, like a wild card hair trigger, like gun for hire kind of chick. Yeah. And, uh, like a friend Cassidy that he, meets that ends up being an irish vampire of course so it's because why wouldn't he because well, yeah why not <laughs> um what um i know we've gone over characters uh, when we were talking about it earlier in our first impressions like yeah 
we, uh, I think we both said that we really like Tulip. Yeah. We like the portrayal of her. Mm-hmm. And Cassidy was pretty much spot on. Yeah. From what he is. Oh, yeah. And Jesse, we wanted to warm up to. Yeah. Did you ever... I don't know. Is that is it spoilery to go into that stuff? Uh, I don't... Do you want to just wait till we talk about that yeah. more openly? Yeah. I just... Like, in a, in a broad stroke for people that haven't seen it that are curious, I would say, now that it's all out, I'd say watch it all. Like, there's there's enough stuff... Like, if you get come across an episode where you're like, that kind of sucked, the next one will at least have something in it where you'll be happy. You'll It'll it'll still keep you attached. Yeah. And will still make you want to keep going on. Yeah. But, um... But the last... the you the, um, It's true. The last two episodes are really... I And actually, I think I prefer maybe, like, the episode nine. Yeah. Like, that one was really good. Yeah. That's, like, builds a lot. And, like... Episode 10 is also really good, yeah, too. Yeah, I think 9 is the better one. 10 is the one that definitely sets up, like, the second season and definitely puts all the pieces into place for what... Like, I'm really pumped for season 2. Like, season 2 looks like it's going to be really good with all the things they built up over this first season. Mm-hmm. And then, the the of course, episode 10 is, like, everything coming together to show you... Although they do do something in season 10 where it's like, whoop! This is all gone, so you don't really have to care about that anymore, <laughs> even though you invested all this time into it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, are they... Is the town they're in, is it called Salvation? No, it's called Anvil. Okay, okay. Good. <laughs> More on that later. All right, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I'm really... I know what you're referencing, and I want to get your opinion on it, because I know that's... In the books, that's one of your like, favorite stories, yeah. and they do touch on it, but not in the same way, and I want to see how, how you like that portrayal of that. All right. Um, so I, I don't really have much more to say, because I want to speak about this more openly. Oh, yeah, of course. So uh, why, why, why don't we do that just right now? You let's, know why? Because we're, we're the bosses. We we're the boss. We, we can do what we want. <laughs> hey, guess what? We're going to do what we want. Yeah. If you're interested in Preacher, I would say you're going to – it's definitely a different show for yeah, sure. Yeah, I would – if you're interested at all, check it out. Yeah. And I would say stick with it for, like, the first, like, maybe two or three episodes. And if nothing tickles your fancy after that, just be like, okay, whatever. Maybe, maybe watch, might... like, the last three episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know what <laughs> happens in, like, episode, like, eight I can't remember. It all kind of bleeds together. Yeah. But, um, but like, uh, I feel like you may be a little bit lost if you don't, if you just jump into episode nine. No, no, no. I'm saying like start from like, if like the first two episodes. Oh yeah. And if you, yeah, yeah, if you, it doesn't really, like it keeps pretty much keeps the same tone uh, throughout. Mm -hmm. It's -hmm. just a matter of if you can get into that and then it's, it's storytelling where it's kind of long. There's some things that are kind of long and drawn out and maybe sometimes even repeated to the point where you're just like, just do it already. Yeah. <laughs> but there's still enough things in there where I think you'll still be interested in, yeah. to see how they play out. Yeah, I would Yeah, I would definitely watch. If you're not into it by like the first three episodes, then maybe the show's not for you. Yeah. I, I could see that. Yeah. Yeah. So... Openly. Openly. Let's open 
Turn it off. You haven't seen it yet. So get the fuck out <laughs> yeah, of here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Get out of here. Openly. Freak. Troy, what are you, what's your thoughts? Openly. So season one of Preacher, they I knew going in that it was a prequel to like where the show starts or where the book starts. Yeah. And it feels weird that I feel like at the same time, I felt like they were fast forwarding through the story, but at the same time doing nothing. Yeah. Does that make any sense? Like yeah. They introduce a lot in this first season that they that is way down the road mm-hmm. of like the story's canon. And I can only assume they did that is because maybe they didn't think they were going to get a second season. And they yeah, wanted yeah. to put like really interesting things in this first one. Well, I feel like yeah, this this season is definitely a combination of the like the beginning and then also a combination of like what what we've talked about here like your favorite story of the whole thing yeah is when uh when jesse goes to that town salvation right and meets up with a colorful character called odin quincannon yep who is in this show yeah only they don't he's not from salvation he's from the initial town of anvil yeah and uh yeah the way they introduce i feel like they did that just so Cause I don't re- really remember there being like an actual villain in the beginning of Preacher. It's just kind of yeah. him getting his powers and then like kind of introducing himself, and then from there, then they start introducing like all the characters that are kind of the antagonists to him. Yeah. And I feel like they might have saw that as like, well, we can't just have him just stand here and have powers and just be like, oh, what the fuck do I do? Like, we need somebody to kind of, kind of like go against him in some way. Uh huh. So they kind of maybe combined like took like a story that's kind of a runoff from the actual story of preacher and threw that villain in there instead. Yeah. I mean, they, they kind of did stuff with them in this first season that they do in the book. Yeah. Like I, I don't really need them to see doing the meat fuck. <laughs> No, not really. Like Although they, my girlfriend was, was super pissed, they didn't show it. Yeah, that was like, like the one I she was, was hoping they that would was the try thing she to was do looking it. forward to the most. Like there's like that scene at the end where he's holding like that, that like uh that like big like doll of meat. Yeah, and yeah. she was like, if she, if he does not fuck that, I'm like Jesus, <laughs> sicko. <laughs> um, yeah, like he's got like a weird obsession with, like. Or meat, yeah. That he doesn't really like. They change him a little. Like it, it doesn't. But matter. in this, like it's like, like in the, in the book, he does have a weird obsession with meat, but they don't really go into it. Mm-hmm. In this, they actually kind of give him a reason for having an obsession with meat. Yeah, because it's we're all the same on the inside. It doesn't matter, yeah. like human, animal, like, whatever. Well, we're all the same. It's kind of his way of coping with it. It's yeah. like, oh well, I shouldn't have I shouldn't have feelings for my entire family being lost because we're all meat. Yeah. Yeah. So it's so that's his way of coping with it. Like he never really completely coped with the fact that his family was gone. Yeah. Like they almost kind of made him a sympathetic character as opposed to in Preacher which is a full out like a full blown racist asshole. <laughs> yeah. Or like in the book like he legit hires the Ku Klux Klan to like attack yeah. Jesse Custer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh shit, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Like yeah, like he's an actual like clan member and like gets them to try and attack Jesse. Yeah. But like, yeah, in the book, I think it's done better because, like, in this, yeah, they they introduce uh, Odin Quincannon and 
stuff, but in the book, they introduce him as, like, like introduce him in the same way. Like, he's not really much of a threat in either the book or the show. It's just that he's more of a threat in the book because Jesse's entering, like, is entering a town that no one knows who he is. Yeah. And Odin Quincannon is, like, a very powerful person in that town. Yeah. And you just watch the rise of Jesse going from being just this this stranger who's wandered into this town to being, essentially being, like, the guy that brings down the most powerful person in that town. It's kind of like Roadhouse. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it is. It's, it is, like, the story of Roadhouse. But in the show, like, there's already people that have respect for Jesse. Yeah. And there's actually people don't really like Quinn Cannon that much. So when they butt heads, it's kind of like everyone's already on Jesse's side. So there's not really much of a way he can fight back. He's already a pussy. So it's like, yeah. guys, I don't like the preacher. And like, shut up, Quinn Cannon. You fucking stupid idiot. idiot. <laughs> <laughs> he just has a lot of people that works for him. And then right. that's about it. Yeah. I mean, I. But I want I, mean, I want to get more of your thoughts on like the whole all all the Odin Quinn Cannon stuff. I I liked him and I feel like Jackie Earl Haley was a a great choice for him. Yeah, like, he did it, the voice really well. Yeah, and I I really liked all his mannerisms and everything, and even though like they changed him up a little bit, I I was like I know I don't really hate this. Like, I don't really hate what they're doing with him. Yeah, like I guess if anything, if they were to eventually get to the salvation arc. And he wasn't in it. It'd be weird. There's yeah. a lot that goes on in that arc. Yeah. So I guess like, I don't know. It'd be still weird without seeing him there. Yeah. So like that. That I mean that kind of just bums me out. But it, on in the long run though, I don't know if like the show will get to that point. I don't think. So. Well, because like in the book, like Salvation was kind of like its own story. Yeah. And I feel like it was like the it's like even though time it's a, to breathe. Yeah, like even though it's a great story, like if they needed to, they could lose it. Yeah, that's true. Like like uh like just watching it and seeing like where it's going, I could easily see like the salvation story being kind of like a Jesse going to hell and that's what gives like the other the other story like from him coming back and seeing like Oh shit's gone down since I've been gone. Yeah, like, that could be kind of like that. Yeah, that's true. I get that. Because they do do a thing where it looks like he's gonna have to go to hell at some point. Right. <laughs> um. So uh, we we were talking about the uh, old cowboy like Easter egg kind of a thing. What did you think yeah. about um that and? He, He's the Saint of Killers. Oh, yeah. 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 For people who don't the re- know. Yeah. The reveal of Saint of Killers, I was really into. And, um, like, going into it, like, I could definitely see, like, somebody being like, what the fuck is this shit? Yeah. But then in episode nine, when they do it, and then they show it repeatedly over and over again. Because I remember watching it with my girlfriend, and then they actually showed why they kept showing it over and over again. She was like, oh, that's why. I just thought it was like, like why the fuck do they keep showing me this? I was actually <laughs> pretty... N- upset like at that episode because they they showed every single cold open yeah again yeah up to the point and it's like oh my god and like and then they showed it again and again and again and like yeah. they kept speeding it up speeding it up and yeah i'm like it it went on for a, a while it did probably like 10 minutes or yeah. so and i'm like holy shit where is this going yeah. like they did it almost to the point where i'm like fucking enough like 
What? Get to it already. No, but I I liked it, though, because it was I, like... I mean, I, I ended up liking it, but go on, go on. Yeah, but I liked it because it's like, yeah, cause, but because he's in hell, and he's reliving, like, the worst days of his life. Yeah. Like, in hell. Over and over and yeah. over again. And I like that it... Because it even... It, yeah, it drives you to a point where you're like, you're... You're like kind of annoyed. You're like, why do they keep showing this over and over again? And then it all stops, and you see those angels walk in, and you're like, oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're like, then it fucking hits you. And that's, I love that. Like, yeah. it's like all of that frustration just like led into like, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, do, it does have a good payoff, but yeah. I'm just, just watching that. Like, when I saw the angels come in, I'm like, oh, okay. Like, I get it. Like, that's pretty good. Yeah. But were they short for time on this episode that they had to show it so much? <laughs> there's a lot, like, yeah, there's a lot of things where it feels like they were short for time. Because there's so many things they, like, as I said when we were, when I was talking about uh, just getting people to watch it at the beginning, like, yeah, there's a lot of things they just repeat over and over again. Like, how many times does Tulip have to try and convince Jesse to go with her. Yeah. Like it's done like six or seven times in this whole in this whole season. Yeah. And his response is the same every time. Yeah. We don't need it that many times. No, Tulip. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to go with you. <laughs> yeah. It's like just it feels like more than half of like the writers room uh brainstorming is like, "Okay, what's a different way Tulip can ask Jesse to quit being a priest?" And doing this instead. Um, how about she puts a baby stroll in the middle of the road? Perfect. Doing it. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah, I... I don't know, man. Yeah, like, I feel I, like this sh- like this, this season would have been better if it was a little shorter. Like, I, I think yeah. ten episodes was a little too much. I... You know what, like, ten, ep- you, you think about it, and, like, ten episodes doesn't seem like a lot. Because they could be, like, going the route of, like, the Netflix Marvel shows, where it's 13 episodes, and that is yeah. definitely too much. And you're like, probably should be cut down to ten. Yeah. So, like, and, he, and like, I kind of was, like, taken back that I was surprised that it was just ten. Yeah. But, like, there's not, like, a lot that goes on no. in the in the ten episodes. Well, you it, think about it, like, the first Walking Dead season was six episodes. I feel like six episodes would have been perfect for this. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Like, there's a lot of cool things that happen in the season. But, yeah. like, it's... I'm not going to say they're few and far between, but... A lot gets drawn out. Yeah. Like, drawn like out to where... A lot gets like, drawn out. Yeah, it gets drawn out to where you're like, is this going anywhere? And then when it does go somewhere, you're, like, almost too pissed to care. <laughs> yeah, and, like, I had the opportunity to watch, like, this week to week. And a chunk of it, like, I kind of had it built up. And I watched, like, three or four episodes in a row. And so, like, I kind of did, like, both, like, I waited and I binged on a little bit of it. Yeah. And I feel like it doesn't help on, like, a binge watch. Like really? It, like, if you, like, I watched, like, I there's a few hooks at the end of an episode where I'm like, oh, I want to continue. Yeah. But then once you're in it, it's like, oh, it's kind of a slog. <laughs> so I'm like, it's like, I don't know, it's two-handed in this kind of a thing. So yeah. I'm like, Maybe people can already kind of tell, like, what my overall reaction of the show is. (laughs) But, like, I really want the show to continue. Yeah. Because the show, like, the story 
goes places amazing. Mm-hmm. And I want it to get to those because it can really push the boundaries of what they can show on TV. Oh, yeah. Just offensive-wise to mm-hmm. religion. Yeah. <laughs> and, like, I don't want it to just be, like, the pushing those boundaries because it's, like, like I'm surprised they even want to put it on TV at all. Yeah. Because, like, it is offensive in every level. But, like, it's so satisfying to read at the same time. Like, yeah. Everyone gets their comeuppance. Yeah. Everyone gets what's coming to them. Mm-hmm. So, I, I don't know, man. I That's a, that's one I want to see. But, like, overall, I want to say, like, season one didn't really wow me all that yeah. much. Like, I, it, feels like, it feels like this should have been... Like, season one feels like it should have been, like, a half a season. Yeah. And then do, like, a like do like Walking De- Dead does, where it's, like, you do, like, a certain amount of episodes and do, like, a break and then come back and then do, like, something based off of that. Like, it feels like they were, like, like, they were so dead set on making this, like, this is, like, a prequel that they almost kicked it, like, shot themselves in the foot to do it because yeah. it's, like... We don't have a lot of ideas, but we do want to make sure that it happens before they go on this road. Before they before go on this... the interesting stuff yeah. happens. Yeah, we want to make sure <laughs> we want to make sure it happens before the interesting stuff. Yeah. So it's like, but we don't have. Well, make sure make it work. Yeah, you could. Like, ah. But there's okay. There's a lot of stuff aesthetically that I do like about the show. Yeah. Like, um, anytime it like jumps into a location, it's like, boom. Texas yeah. or boom the past or whatever <laughs> like I like that they kind of did that and if you saw Civil War they yeah. they kind of do the same thing where it's like we're in this location big text or whatever yeah. I like that mm-hmm. and um, I liked actually the Santa Killer stuff mm-hmm. and uh, I liked the way they portrayed like Jesse Custer's uh, like ability his power. Or whatever. I like that. Yeah. I like Cassidy in it. I like Tulip in it more than I like her in the book. Yeah. Um, but I feel like Jesse is still just... I'm just waiting for him to be great. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff, especially with Jesse, where, like, I don't... I can never put a f- my finger on his motivations at all, ever. No, I can't. Like, they even do a thing where, like, they do, like, a... There's an episode where they do, like, a bunch of flashbacks of his where I'm like, finally, we're going to see... Like what? Why he's doing what he's doing? And yeah. it's dumb. It's like, oh, oh, my dad, uh, my dad uh, put Tulip in foster care, and I prayed that God kill him, and then a person shot him. Yeah. They don't show the person. No. He's he's kneeling right in front of him, looking up at the guy that's gonna shoot his dad. They never show the guy. I mean, I'm I'm assuming I know and who then, it is. I, yeah, yeah. If you read the book, you kind of know who it is. You already kind of know who it's going to be. And I I hope they do. Like get into that stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Like like you say yourself. Like the salvation stuff is your favorite part of it. Like that stuff is my favorite part of the yeah. book. Is yeah. all that stuff dealing with stuff. that. But um. Yeah. They just like he just makes they just make it where it's like oh his motivation to be a priest is that he prayed for his dad to die and he did so now he's trying to make up for it. And it's like, but he's looking right at the person that killed his dad. Yeah. So why is he not blaming him at all? Yeah. But it's ah like it's. They they do these roundabout ways to try and make they try and go from A to B in these like roundabout dumb ways where I'm like no regular person would do that. I know. Like and that I I 
I think that's like a detriment to me for the show. Like, because I can't. Sometimes it's really kind of cartoony. Yeah. And other times it's not. It's kind of like it plays it straight. Yeah. And like, I, I the book. I, I feel like an asshole always comparing it to the book. Because <laughs> like I hate it when people ooh the book was better or whatever. Yeah. And it's like, but. The book set a tone like these ridiculous things are obviously happening. Mm-hmm. And like, okay, uh, for example, like the two angels that are on Earth. Yeah. Like that's kind of like a campy, ridiculous thing that I like. Yeah. But like then it will go into like boring stuff about like the assistant to Jesse, like that runs helps her in the church and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> like, oh my God, what a snooze fest you are. <laughs> You don't really get interesting until you want to fucking kill your, like, admirer. Yeah. Like, the mayor she of the She kills the, the mayor, yeah. It's like, oh, my God, you're just a fucking wet blanket this yeah. whole time. Yeah. And you know what I also miss, too? Like, uh, just how stoic Jesse Custer is. Yeah. Because, like, his idol is, like, John Wayne. Mm-hmm. And even in the book, he, like... Not hallucinates, but, like, he has imaginary conversations with John Wayne. Mm-hmm. Like, he's just talking to himself, but you see, like, a stoic figure of John Wayne talking to him, and he's, like, yeah. having this conversation in his head. Yeah. And, like, I'm not saying they have to do that, but I'm not. I'm missing that from Jesse Custer. Yeah. Like, he, I almost wanted to be more misogynistic. Yeah. He never once seems heroic in this at all. No. Like they even they do a thing where like they try and make him seem badass and they do the whole thing where he has that that stand at the at the church yeah where uh, Quinn Cannon's sending his men to try and take it back from him but you never see him do anything they just no. they show his men run in and then you hear a bunch of gunshots and they all run away and then but then they go back to Jesse and he's just like sulking in a fucking pew like drinking whiskey and it's like show him being badass yeah we're just yeah. seeing him being a fucking like mopey bitch all the time yeah like that one fight scene that he gets in i think the first or second episode in that bar yeah where he like it pans back and you see him like smiling when he's like fighting these people that was shit that i wanted to see more yeah. of that like I, I don't know but i never yeah. really got and i remember i brought up the scene where like he's uh where like, like the the guy that's like talking about thinking about like that girl on the bus uh-huh. and he just walks into his house and then just like prepares like his bathroom for like torturing him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he doesn't say a word, and the guy's just like trying to talk him down. And he's not. He's just being very like stone faced and like stoic and like just preparing what he needs to do before he just starts torturing the fuck out of this guy. Yeah. Like, I wanted more of that. Yeah. Yeah. Man. I don't but know. yeah, but for the most part, it's just Jesse's just like there's. It it might not be that long. But every fucking sermon he cuts just sounds so fucking ill of, like, there's no passion in it at all. It's just saying words, and it goes on for so long where I'm like, I almost want to, like, fast forward through it. Yeah. Because it's like, he just goes, just drags on through all this fucking religious horse shit where I'm like, just get to something. Like, it doesn't even sound like you want to say this. Like, you're (laughs) just saying this because it's in the script. Yeah. The, uh, I'm, I'm gonna jump over to like our face a little bit um, okay. eugene and in, in, in the show oh yeah like he's not like a huge part of the book 
Like, he's an iconic character of the book, for sure. Yeah. But, like, he's just a guy that, like, people crack jokes on. Yeah. And they make him a little more sympathetic in the show. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit. I wish Cassidy... Like, there were more scenes between him and Cassidy where these like Cassidy's just shitting on this guy. Yeah. And there's not. And one of the things I thought was cool in the show... But, like, and I, the more I think about it, like, doesn't make any sense... Like, with Jesse's power, he, uh, he's get, uh, so annoyed with Eugene that he tells him to go to hell. Yeah. And then, poof, he's gone. Yeah. And, like, I don't think, like, I don't, I know you're supposed to take what he does literally. Mm-hmm. Like, what he, whatever he says, like, I mean, you're going to go and do, and you see that in the first episode yeah. where the guy's like, you need to open up your heart to your mom. Yeah. And so he like opens up his chest and gives his mom his heart. <laughs> like he literally does that. Yeah. But like, I don't, I didn't, I don't ever find his powers like mystical, yeah. like on how Eugene would just like vanish. Yeah. And like, even though I liked it in, in the show, it's so, it, I have like very conflicting feelings on that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. I, I liked it. I like. I think this is their way of incorporating Eugene into the story without doing what... Like, in the book, he legit has, like, his own story arc that has nothing to do with the show. Right. With, like, what's going on in the main yeah. story arc altogether. Like, they do like, this whole weird thing where they, like, follow him to Hollywood and he becomes <laughs> this big movie star. Yeah, yeah. Like, it's really out there. Yeah. So, like, to, to try and incorporate that into the show would be kind of jarring. But, like, how they're incorporating him here, I think, is pretty cool where they're like actually like making it a thing where like he's trying to find a way to get into hell to save Eugene because he feels so he feels so guilty yeah about sending this guy who like legit wants to make himself a better person yeah and then just ends up sending him to the worst place ever <laughs> yeah but I yeah I love I like Eugene in this and I like his dad I like their relationship and everything mm-hmm. like I don't remember it much in the book. I think I read somewhere where like their uh, their relationship in the book is more like a, in, on an abusive sense. Yeah. Whereas in this, it's like uh, like his dad does say some shitty things here and there, but it's like like Eugene did this awful fucking thing. <laughs> like he yeah. fucking he just became so obsessed with somebody that he ended up killing them. Well, kind of. Like, yeah. Coma comatose. Oh, they're they're comatose. Yeah, it's that girl that. No, she fell off a horse. Are you sure? I thought that was the. No, she fell off a horse. Oh. The other, the the other, the chick they're talking about, like he shot her and then was gonna kill himself, but then he just ended up blowing his jaw off. Oh, okay. Then I I fucked that up. Yeah. Sorry. But um. But yeah, so like uh. Yeah, so like he ends up killing this girl and then uh. Like, the dad's just kind of, like, it's his son. He's trying to be there for him. But in the same sense, the whole town is judging him because she was, like, the most, like, popular girl. Yeah, yeah. Like, she was, like, a prom queen. Like, right. very popular. Everybody loved her. And, uh, yeah, so I love Eugene's character where it's, like, he, like, out of everybody in the show, like, he has, like the mo- like, the most passion behind, like, what he's talking about when it comes, like, religion where he's, like, I really want... I really want God's forgiveness. Like, will he give it to me? Uh-huh. Like, I did this awful thing. 
And then, like, Jesse just, like, brushes him off, like, yeah, he for- whatever, he forgives you. And it's like, <laughs> you're a really shitty fucking priest. <laughs> like, you're the worst. Like, yeah. anytime he goes somewhere, like, he treats it like such a burden where, like, people are like, I'm really, open- I'm really opening up to you and I want you to. He's like, yeah, whatever. I'm fucking. My life sucks. Like, why do you even want this job? Like, you're so fucking. You're, like, ignoring all these other people that, like, like, what do you really want out of life? Yeah. Like, you fucking, you obviously hate your job as a fucking preacher, and then when somebody else, like, offers another another alternative outside of that, you're like, no, I need, I must devote myself to God, because, no, well, you're obviously not doing that. Yeah, <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Um. But- what did you think of the uh, angels? I, some like a lot of the uh, the the supernatural stuff, like the heaven and hell stuff. I think they portray really well in here. Like mm-hmm. the angels are part of like one of my favorite scenes in this whole show, uh-huh. where they get in that fight with that yep, other angel. I was gonna bring that up. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And it's just like this all like this huge blood fest of all of these different bodies of theirs, right? Because they play it off in the show where if you die. You just come back in the same form, and if, then, yeah, if you're an angel, yeah. Right, if you're an yeah, angel, yeah. If you're an angel and you die, you come back in the same form, and you do this whole thing where like there's this other angel that's trying to bring them back to heaven, and they just go back and forth, just killing each other, right? Where this hotel room is just lined with all of their bodies, yeah. Because like it's not just like they die and then they stand back up, like they're dead. They're dead bodies there and then yeah. they'll reincarnate somewhere else yeah. as the same person yeah. and they just can continually die and flash <laughs> back into the room yeah. and so like there's just pile of dead bodies everywhere that's just all yeah. of them and they're just continually fighting with this like uh, i don't know kind of like archangel like trying to get them back to go up to yeah. heaven or whatever like and then they have that one scene like i think it's like it's near the end of the season where yeah. like that uh, sheriff comes across our hotel room and it's like just riddled in, bl- riddled in blood and he's like, what the fuck happened? And then he goes in the bathroom and sees the angel that tried to bring him back with her arms and legs cut off. <laughs> just like whispering, like, kill me. Yeah, because like, they, Jesus did, Christ. they found a way to stop her by not killing her, but they cut off her yeah. arms and legs. <laughs> so that was, I like that part actually a lot. Yeah. And so like she's begging him to kill her so she can get reincarnated to come after those assholes again. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Yeah, that was like one of my favorite parts. Yeah, I I I remember watching that like in awe. Like it was so, like just the way it was played off was so well done. Where yeah. like they even like do a thing where they start panning back from the hotel room, and you just see like like anytime like there's a flash, it means that you reincarnated. So there's like so many times where like you just hear like this huge scuffle and like blood being splattered everywhere, <laughs> and then you hear like a see like a flash, and then someone else like getting involved. Ah, <laughs> oh, it's so good. It was really good. I really liked that. That was one of the highlights of the season. Oh, for sure. Um, let's uh, jump to the end when uh, Jesse ends up stealing like a, I'm a, like an angel telephone essentially. How yeah. they can call heaven. Yeah. Um, so he steals it because he wants to show like his big huge sermon that he's gonna do is he's gonna actually talk to God. Yeah. And he wants everyone to see it. Um. What did uh what'd you think of that scene? Like when it first happened, it was it was super cheesy. Like even like even yeah. my girl even my girlfriend was like, if this is real, it's dumb. <laughs> yes. It is jarringly dumb. Yeah. 
But then when they actually showed it as like like he's not the real god, like it was it was a little I was a little bit more on board that where it's like yeah this like looking back and seeing all this it's very like it's it's really dumb and but like like imagining being one of those people like sitting in that church and being like that's the actual god like you can actually yeah. see people like acting that way yeah and then like being shown that like oh no I'm, I'm not the real god yeah i i didn't like it like at all <laughs> I didn't like that whole thing. Like, I liked the end, like the message, like, like God's gone. Yeah. Like, we don't know where he is. I like that. Yeah. But like, that whole thing it was super cheesy. It went on for too long. And like, I just aesthetically didn't like it. Yeah. Like, I thought like, for a heavenly communication device, it essentially just works as like a TV. <laughs> Like Skype, <laughs> like like there's that weird scene where like I can't remember who he's talking to, but he's like kind of like going through and like trying to figure it out, and then some woman comes up to him, and it's like they pretty much do like a how-to of how to use a heaven phone. Yeah, for like an uncomfortable long amount of time, where I'm like, bitch, I don't even know how this works. <laughs> Just make it work and play out the scene. Like it goes on for too long, where she's like. Oh, so oh, so you need to use that uh, that angel hand, and I guess that goes here, right? And then uh, oh, so there's like a thing there where like a where like a video pops up, I guess. Right? I don't need to know this. Yeah. Like, why are you showing me all of this? Yeah, I f I feel like that whole thing could have been handled a lot better. Yeah, it's it was another one. Of those, it felt like another one of those like we need to kill a bunch of time because I don't yeah. know what the fuck to do. Yeah, I agree. I I, I don't know. Like it it. That's why I feel like like the ninth episode is much stronger because I, I don't know I felt like the, I, I don't know, the tenth episode just didn't deliver yeah and though it and it tries to end on like a big huge, literally explosive note yeah where the uh, like throughout like the season like yeah maybe like midway through up until the end every once in a while you're you'll get like a pan on. You'll just see like a little scene of this guy sitting in this room, and like alarm alarms are going off, and he like twists some dials and flips some switches, and yeah. like you'll see like pressure drop, and everything's fine. You're yeah. like, I don't know what the hell is going on here. <laughs> yeah, but uh, it it it's eventually shown that like under like this Quinn Cannon's meat plant is this big like waste facility yeah. where all this g noxious gas builds up and the if yeah. the pressure isn't released by like these tubes you th see through town like you see in like little scenes here and there yeah then like something bad will happen yeah and, like every single time like the guy just gets there turns it off it's fine it's, it's pretty like, much like the shit version of the button from lost yes it's exactly <laughs> what it is and the one time he doesn't get to it, like, it's totally, like, Preacher. Yeah. Like, he's, like, tied up by a dominatrix. <laughs> like, in his job. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he doesn't get to it. The dominatrix tries to get to it and tries to fix it. Yeah. Doesn't work. And the whole town of Anvil is yeah. gone. Yeah, it blows up. Like, it does a thing that I hate that seasons do. Like, they'll do it every once in a while. Like, seasons of TV shows where they'll, like, kill off half 
of the people that you've gotten to know throughout the whole season where I'm like, so why did I even invest time into getting to know these people? Yeah. They're already gone. Especially, yeah, they don't have, like, an emotional payoff or anything. No. And, uh, like, Jesse and Cassidy and Tulip are not in town at this point because yeah. they've been, like, chased out of town or just are, are escaping or whatever. Yeah. But, like... Anybody else really is... Everyone else is pretty much dead. They're dead. Like, it <laughs> flattens the whole town. Yeah. And, like... Uh, like, Eugene's still alive because he's in hell. Yeah, he could still come back. And But, like, Odin is essentially dead. Yeah, Odin's dead. Eugene's dad is dead. Yeah. It, I mean, he, he he doesn't stay around. Eugene's dad doesn't stay around. Because I looked up. Oh, really? But I think he uh, ends up killing himself in the book. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, like, it, it didn't really bother me that he was gone. But, like, anybody else, like, even if you did care for, like, Jesse's little assistant, <laughs> she's dead. Yeah. doesn't matter. Yeah. Like, who cares? The only thing I like about it is that, like, uh, like, if there's one thing I can take out of that, it's that uh, the town, is, like, died because they were literally full of shit. <laughs> Like, in a way, like, yeah, they're both yeah, figuratively yeah. and literally full of shit, and that's yeah. pretty clear to their demise. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty funny. I like that. <laughs> um, but the uh, the last episode, um, I heard, I think, from, like, Seth Rogen and Evan Goldberg that it was, like, teased that'll be the beginning of, like, their adventures. And, like, in yeah. the very first issue, like, there is, like, a a mishap that happens like the he ends up getting like the power that he gets in the show mm-hmm. and his whole congregation is this whole church goes down like yeah. it explodes mm-hmm. but it's not a whole town yeah it's so, just the church yeah and so like then he goes on from there in fact i i, I can't even really remember what happens like right in the beginning of the whole series yeah. the first book is kind of the first book did kind of strike me as like the kind of a bit of like the prologue where it's just like they're in anvil he gets these powers and then they kind of like introduce people from there but yeah i don't remember much of what happens in the first book but like nothing in the first book that happens happens in this first season yeah and besides like him getting like genesis as his power yeah and him finding out that like god's not no longer in heaven that's essentially that's it that's it that's it <laughs> Like, I, if they introduce the angels, like, they don't have as big of a part in the book, really. They're, no. na- they're they say have the same names. Yeah. And they try to come down and, like, reason, but that doesn't really happen. Yeah. I can't even really remember all that. But anyway, like, I don't know, man. Preacher. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to, hopefully, they kind of get more on track for the next season. But, yeah, this first season... There is some kind of hard stuff to watch. Yeah, it didn't really blow me away. Yeah. What uh, What would you grade Preacher if you had to grade it? Man, I don't know. I'm really wavering between like a B- and a C plus, and it would be a lot lower if it wasn't for like those last two episodes. Yeah. Hmm. I want to – I think I'm going to give it like a just a C. Yeah. Because it treads water a lot. Yeah. And like there's a lot of cool things that happen in it. And, but like they uh, they didn't really save the whole season for me. Gotcha. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. And like I I wanted more of like 
I wanted Cassidy to do more. Yeah. Like, he's he's really great in it. And, like, maybe I should count my blessings that, like, they didn't, like, cram him in everything and they yeah. were just sick of him. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. Yeah, I feel like there's a lot of, like, I kind of like how they play around with, like, uh, like the character. Like, a lot of, like, the main characters are really hypocritical. Like, even, like, uh, even, like, uh, Tulip in some points where she's, like, she's all about getting this guy that fucked them over. And for the main reason of, like, she had a miscarriage when they robbed this bank. Yeah. And he's like, he's the reason I had a miscarriage. And it's like, you were robbing a bank while you were pregnant. <laughs> How is that not your fault? Like, oh, she's my God, to... shot her. No, he didn't shoot her. He, he just did. left them. He shot her. No, he did not shoot her. Are you sure? Yeah. they. He left the bank, and then she yelled at him. And then as she was yelling at him, she was like, oh, no, the baby's coming. Uh, I want to say he shot her. He didn't shoot her. If anyone else saw it out there, let me know. Let no, us know. Because they were they were standing in that alleyway and the car like they showed like four or five fucking times throughout the whole series season, where they just show like them flashing back to watching a car pulling out and she's yelling after like Jesse just like murdered somebody. Yeah. And then when they and then like in the last episode when they finally show what really happened, like he pulls out and then she's yelling and then she just like stops and is like, Oh no, the baby's coming and then she blames him. Because the stress of him abandoning them, like, gave her a miscarriage, I uh, guess. Yeah. Sure you didn't shoot her? He did not shoot her. Right. He didn't shoot anybody. In fact, that whole scene was dumb, too, where it's like, yeah, I left because you guys seemed like you were really happy. <laughs> yeah. You guys are dicking around. I'm out of here. No, it wasn't even that. It was like they were doing their job, and he's like, you guys seemed really happy, and it made me sad, so I left. During, like, a bank? robbery yeah like fucking there's like so many things that are just weird in yeah. this fuck that i'm giving this a c <laughs> there you go i'm glad there's, so many, got there's too many level. fucking things that make too that don't make any sense yeah it yeah see i that's like the i don't know perfect perfect, perfect yeah there's grade. a lot of things that i like and there's a lot of things i'm looking forward to but god there's so many things that just feel sloppy and drawn out where i'm like just don't it makes me angry. Yeah, and I even like I actually haven't heard a lot of other people talk about this either. No, like the the, uh, the I I listened to a f- like very similar s- sort of reviews from a select group of people that decided to talk about it <laughs> that I like take their opinions like in high regard. Yeah, and they. They, I think, were even more critical than us. Like yeah. they're like, "Oh my god, the show's so boring. I don't even <laughs> want to finish it." Because I think by the time, like when I listened to it, like it was only in like a sixth or seventh episode or something yeah. like that. And they're like, "I don't even have the steam to want to get through the rest of it." Yeah. And I'm like, I have like I, I found it interesting enough to finish because yeah. I know what the end game is. Yeah, that's the thing. If I don't even if there, this wasn't based off of a book that I've read. I probably would have given up on this, like, halfway through. Yeah. I mean, I know how great it can be, and I'm waiting for it to happen. Yeah. And so maybe that's... Maybe they are catering to people who read the book. But, yeah. like, how many people is that really? No I mean, shit. it's a very popular book. Yeah. But, like, it's a lot of times, like, these... Uh, I I don't know. I want to say, like, these audiences don't cross, but, like, it's... Superhero stuff is really big now. Comic yeah. book stuff is big. So, like, I don't really know the numbers. I'm intrigued to actually see what kind of, like, ratings it 
not ratings, but like uh, the numbers it got and like how many viewing, like viewers it got and stuff like that. Yeah. I'd be interested to see that. Yeah, I'm curious as well. Yeah. But yeah, I, even after all that said, like I do want to see where it goes in season two. Cause yeah. I, I mean, it, if it's going to pick up where the book started, like it's great. That's the stuff in the book is great. There you go. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know, man. I'll watch the first few episodes. If I fall off, then I fall off. There so, you go. I'm like that with Walking Dead now. I don't like. I don't even know where I am <laughs> and what I've watched last. I have no idea. <laughs> I have no idea. Uh, I know I didn't man. see any of the last season. Yeah. And I can't remember if I saw the season before or not at all. Yeah. This yeah pre preacher's definitely not up there as like one of my favorite shows I've ever seen. There's a lot of really good stuff out there. And Preacher's not one of them yeah, <laughs> for right now. Right, I'm right there with you, man. So, yeah, Preacher. We just feel, I think we just sound defeated at this point. I know. Point. Like, yeah, it's like I wanted to, it's like you like meet somebody that you really liked and then like they came back and they just became totally like super changed. racist or something. <laughs> Yeah. I'm like, whoa, man, I don't agree with They're that. They're like the friend that you was really close in high school, yeah. and now that you're out of high school, and they have, like, r- weird, like, f- racist Facebook posts, and you're like, yeah. oh, my God. God. <laughs> man, I remember how you were so cool. Like, why are you doing this? Yeah, it's like <laughs> it's like that Psycho Pete episode of, like, It's Always Sunny. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Psycho Pete's back, man. He's crazy. And then he's totally, like, lame when he comes back. Oh, man. Re- I just rewatched some of that. Oh, good. Well, besides Preacher and like going into It's Always Sunny, is there anything else even uh, into this last week, JT? We well, have no letters this week. So. Uh, oh, okay. Damn it, Jude. Um, I actually, I brought this up to you, so I might not get into super detail about it, but I did see Sausage Party. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, um, yeah, it's an experience. It's a fucking fuck of an experience. <laughs> Great. I like I like I won't go into like great details about my reactions but as I was leaving with my girlfriend she was like stare like she's like blankly stared like she had PTSD like oh my I don't even know if I like this <laughs> I'm like oh shit oh boy like I I I kind of enjoyed it and like the like her reacting to it I'm like am I an asshole for liking this <laughs> like I don't know I uh I want to see if I can catch it this weekend, so maybe we can review it for the next show. Yeah. Uh, and I might be... I, I don't know if Chelsea wants to see it or not. I'll get her word on it. If she doesn't want to see it, yeah. I might see it in like the next few days, because my schedule's all wacky now that gotcha. I, there's inventory at my work, and ah, it's just damn like, it. shit. <laughs> it's like, shit. But yeah, Sausage Party is an experience, definitely. Okay. Definitely do not bring kids. There was kids at the theater that I was at, and I felt awkward watching it with them. Man, like, I I overheard some people say, like, because yeah, it's animated. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, it's an animated thing with, like, food and, like, the... If people yeah. only really pay attention to, like, a part of the trailer... No, I'm telling you right now, if you drop your kid off at this and... Like, just like, hey, kids, go see Sausage Party. I'll be back in an hour to pick you up. And then you pick them up. You're picking up adults. You're picking <laughs> up straight adults. Like, they like are how adults. How were these people that were in the movie? Like, roughly. Like, the kids? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, they were, like, about, like, 
10, 11. Oh, shit. Yeah. This is a rated R movie. Yeah. But, of course, parents are like, oh, they probably, what do they do? What, what's the worst they can do? Swear a little bit? Well, they can do worse. <laughs> like, talking used condom worse. With with stringy... Oh, my. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my. Well, oh, you got me You got me interested. Oh, my, my God. My interest has peaked right I'll, now. Just, just to give you a little bit of a taste, they, like... The word is out that there, there, there's a there's a big food orgy at the end. Okay. Um, yeah, I went into it being like, what's what's the worst they can do with food to have sex with? They find ways. Oh, bro. I've seen more graphic stuff. I like. I've seen porns be less graphic than the <laughs> shit they do at the end of this movie. Holy shit! Oh my god, my interest is my I meant. Cat-like curiosity, right now. Oh man, it is ridiculous, and it, but it's in the in the same sense. It's I won't. Uh, I'll stop going into great. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we'll save it for a show. But oh my god, yeah, sausage party. Also, uh, I uh, started. Uh, my girlfriend bought uh, um, No Man's Sky, yep. the, the game, and uh, her internet sucks, so she let me borrow it. And it's yeah, it's uh. It's it's fun. It's fun to like to explore and stuff, but like the mining stuff kind of sucks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. But beyond that, I haven't really seen much else. So hmm. Troy, what you been watching? Uh, well, I've been trying to get through all of Lego Batman Three. <laughs> you're, uh, you're like raised your eyebrow, like uh, <laughs> motherfucker. <laughs> Uh, like I beat the story mode. I'm just trying to get all the shit now because I'm a completionist. So I want to want to, of course, just a hundred percent that shit. Of course, I'm at like ninety percent. I'm almost at yeah. everything at this point. Oh shit! I will get there maybe in the next week. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, did that? Um, uh, we oh Chelsea and I watched The Martian. Oh yeah, really great. Yeah, right. Really great. Oh yeah. I I might have. Because well, you did like a sci-fi like s- space double. Yeah, you talked about Interstellar weekend. last week. Yeah, I think I liked it more than Interstellar, Ooh, and I really shit. liked Interstellar. Shit. Like, there's a lot of points in this where, like, I mean, you're really rooting for Matt Damon on oh, Mars. Oh yeah. yeah. And like, there's points where like he's fucked. <laughs> he's <laughs> done. He's done. You yeah. can't. He's out of here. Yeah. And then like he just climbs back, and he's like still is cl- hanging in there and like and then there's like a bit of a time jump and you're like holy shit like like oh my god he, he's how is he doing yeah. and how like, is he not insane yeah it's like <laughs> yeah how is he not insane yeah because like he's alone yeah for so long yeah oh my god but great movie great movie like i have the like uh extended cut i watched the theatrical cut yeah. I didn't see the extended. I kind of want to see what else is in there. And it's a PG-13 movie, but there's two fucks in that movie. There, There's two fucks? He says it twice. Oh, man. He's like, I think when he realizes he's alone, he's like, fuck. <laughs> and then I think when he, like, uh, it's like, after he heals himself from, like, an injury and, like, kind of has, like, a time to breathe for a second, he's like, 
Mars fucking sucks. <laughs> <laughs> so they're both like they're both like essentially the same, like same thing he's yeah. trying to say. Maybe they toned everything else down so much where it's like maybe they'll just get away with two fucks. But yeah, I want to see like, yeah, I really I kind of want to see. May I'll go back and watch the extended cut. It was it was pretty great. I liked it. I liked it a lot. I don't think there's anything. Uh, oh, I I've been uh, going through Mark Wade's Daredevil run. That he did. Oh, yeah. Great. Love it. Nice. Uh, I would recommend if anybody is, like, looking for something. If you're a comic reader out there and you're looking for something else you haven't read, I would pick it up. Super great. Like, you don't really know, need to know a lot about his past adventures. You can, you kind of pick it up from the context of the story or whatever. So, it's good. Do it to it. But uh, that's that's pretty much it, I think. Right on. Yeah. Right on. Well, JT, if people want to gross you out by more food orgy things, where could they uh, possibly do that? Well, you can catch me at Bucky for everyone on Twitter. Also, Bucky for everyone on Instagram. And hey, why not Snapchat? That's right. (laughs) Well, hopefully everyone's taking this down. Because I am at Troy the Max on Twitter. You can find us both at Off Podcast on Twitter as well. If you're into the whole Facebook thing, we're at Facebook.com slash Off Topic Podcast. You can find all of our episodes, past, present, and future on SoundCloud.com slash Off Topic Podcast. You can send us a comment there. You can like it. You can retweet it if you'd like. Follow us there. Take a picture. So many things you can do there. Oh my god. On the other side of the on the other side of the river. Oh, what? We got iTunes, you know we're on there. Yeah. That's right. We're on the iTunes. Just search Review Review Podcast. We're right there. Yum. Ooh, yummy. <laughs> uh, and while you're there, if you're so inclined to use iOS, why don't you just send us a review? Let's give it to just us. Just give it to us. Come on. Give us a star rating. Whatever you feel like is absolutely necessary. Yeah. Send us a little we'll review it on the show. That's what we do. We review stuff. Yeah, we review your review. That's right. The review, review, review. Yeah. (laughs) We're slowly swallowing ourselves. (laughs) So do that. Do that. It helps. If you like the show and you want people to listen, a review helps more people find the show. Yeah. You fucking piece of high and mighty with your iOS. God damn you. (laughs) With your goddamn iTunes. Yeah. iPhones. Yeah. You fool. Learn to grow up. Uh, if you have something more to say that's over 140 characters, you can catch us on Gmail at ReviewReviewPod at gmail.com. Just spelled how it is in the title. Yes. JT. We did it. We did another one. Another, did another one, one in the bag. In the bag. Uh, hopefully, I can get around to seeing Sausage Party because I've heard interesting things. Yeah. I, I'm curious to see what you think about it. I am also curious what I am ex- getting into <laughs> oh you have no idea have no idea all right i'll follow up with c danger see if she wants to see it gotcha not i might see it the next few days so. gotcha right so go out there and see sausage uh, party yeah and um if i maybe I, if i can't see it SummerSlam is this next weekend that's true so we can do a big wrestling SummerSlam review this next show as well robble, robble, robble. oh baby oh, a big one Big 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 four-hour event. It's a big one. Oh, baby. It's a big one. That's the show, JT. All right. Well, let's just end it. Bye! (laughs) Bye! (laughs) 
So until next time, or you could talk about SummerSlam or Sausage Party. I'm yep. Troy the Max Extreme. I am JT3K. Until next time, we are.